for being with us here live outside State Farm Stadium. This is Undisputed, home of Super Bowl 57 on Fox. Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp, I'm Jen Hale, and we have the best studio audience. Mr. Sharp, you're very fortunate that my Dallas Cowboys are not playing in this game. But guess what? This crowd is full of Cowboy fans. There's an Eagles fan sitting in the front row right behind you named Chris McGregor. Welcome to the show. And, and he has taken the challenge from yesterday when I called that crowd the all-time greatest we've ever had in a road show. And Chris McGregor says this crowd is going to top yesterday's crowd. I'm just trying to figure out, Cowboy fans, you knew you weren't going to be here. Why did y'all book a ticket in February to come to Arizona? They knew they weren't going to make it. Let's do it. It's really Great thing. The countdown is on. Super Bowl 57, only two days away. The AFC one-seeded Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes facing off against the NFC one-seeded Eagles and Jalen Hurts. For over a week now, the Eagles, they have remained one-and-a-half-point favorites. That line has not moved that, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, last time to make your predictions. Who wins this one? Man, I've been going back and forth with this one, but I'm going I'm to I'm ride with the Chiefs. I think they're going to win a close game. I know, I know everybody thinks the Eagles are going to just run through the Kansas City Chiefs, but I no, think... Well, who says that? Because you've been saying that. <laughs> I been saying yeah. that. So, wait, I said public opinion. I, I sway No, public. because I, 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 don't I think, think I the thing is with you is that you think Jalen Hurts should have won the MVP. I do. You think he's... And by the way, congrats to your guy, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Way to go. I, yeah, I, I'm yeah. not shocked. I, I got yeah. it. And I think, I think the thing is with that, because you think he played... Uh, he should have won the MVP. He's played the best quarterback. You think he's played quarterback better than Patrick Mahomes. And if you look at their team, I think they have a better roster. But I think the top players are the better on Kansas City. But the better team, the thing that concerns me is Kansas City back in because they've given up a lot of passing touchdowns. But the question is, how healthy is Jalen Hurts' arm? Is he 75%? Is he 80%? The shoulder, yeah. The shoulder, yeah. the shoulder. Mm -hmm. With that being said, Skip, they, you look at their records. Six, both are 16-3. and three. Both scored 546 points. That, that's like, like ridiculously coincidental. They're, they're exactly the same in points scored? Points scored, record, both had six All-Pros. Yep. Both teams, neither of them trailed at any point in time during the postseason. Nope. That's the first time since 2004, the Patriots and the yep. Eagles again. I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes to win his second Super Bowl in five years of starting. His third Super Bowl appearance in four years, Skip. I like this team. Patrick Mahomes, the ankle, has forced him to throw the ball from the pocket, but it's also forced him to get the ball out of his head quick so he doesn't take unnecessary hits. And I like what I've seen over the last two postseason games. I think they won a close ball game. Buckner kicks a walk-off, 34-31, Kansas City wins. Higher score. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you got the over-under going over. Go over, way, over, way over, 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 over. Okay, I don't hate anything you just said. I don't vehemently disagree with anything you just said. I told you from the start, the first day I saw the point spread on this game, 
Philly by a point and a half, and it stayed right there for right. two straight weeks. Right. Philly by a point and a half. Right. I said, I don't get it. I would think Mahomes is regarded in, in, in such Star Wars comparison to Jalen Hurts, which is why he ran away with the MVP. I yeah. don't even think the voting was even close because Jalen got hurt. Right. But because you got Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, the two best offensive players on the field on Sunday, and because the stable of running backs on Kansas City's side is a little better than the stable on Philly's side. I don't you care. Think so? Well, with Edward Solari, he's going to play. So right. all of a sudden, I, I'm looking. Pacheco runs his tail off right. every time I see him. And you love McKinnon I do. as I a do. guy who can catch it yeah. and run with it, yes. right? Yes. So I think those three are a little better than the two for the, the Eagles. Okay. And then the best defensive player on the field belongs to your Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, Chris right? Jones, Chris yeah. Jones. So I'm saying, wait a second, that would that should add up to Kansas City favored by, I don't know, four or five points. Then I look at USA Today today, and they got their six expert picks, and five out of six picked your Kansas City Chiefs. Really? Yes, they did. I'm surprised. And four out of those five picked Mahomes to be the MVP, and Jarek McKinnon was the other guy's MVP. Okay. Okay? So, given all that, I, I, I give you all those edges until I get to my quarterback. I believe in Jalen Hurts. I have since the start. I, I believe in his character. I believe in his guts. I believe in his heart. I believe in his leadership. I believe in his playmaking. I believe he will make a few more plays than Patrick Mahomes. I, I believe that the biggest reason the Eagles win this game will be Jalen Hurts. And I believe it will also be close and higher scoring, though not quite to your level. Okay. I'm going 30-27 Philadelphia. Right. And okay. by the way, I'm a Cowboy fan. I hate the Philadelphia Eagles. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. But I love me some Jalen Hurts. And I believe in him on this biggest stage, even though he's never played on this stage. But he was St. Nick's quarterback. Right. And he was at the University of Oklahoma, the team I grew up yeah. loving. So he's played in a whole bunch yeah. of big national championship-type yes. games. Yes. So I, I don't doubt his ability to rise to this occasion. But in the end, it's got to be Jalen Hurts because I don't trust the Eagles' defense. I told you that from day one. And what stuck in my craw is my Cowboys scored 40 points on Christmas Eve against this Eagles' defense. And I don't get it because they have played very well in the playoffs, though you can question the competition. I don't know that the Giants were a bunch of world beaters. I think they were upstarts. I, I think they played over their, their helmets a little bit. Yeah. And, and so it didn't shock me that the Eagles just handled them easily. Right. And then we know that Brock Purdy went Got down it. on the first series. Yes. And Brandon Ayuk said... The Eagles' defense is going to get exposed in this game because we would have exposed them if our quarterback had been healthy for the whole game. Right. All right? So 40 points is 40 points. And I know it was Gardner Minshew, and he handed him four early Christmas yep. presents. Yep. But still, to go for 40, it was 40 to 34 Cowboys over Eagles Christmas Eve at Dallas. It's so many points that I say, if you let Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey have the ball, they are going to score points. Right. So the only way to win this game is for Jalen Hurts to win the ultimate game of keep away. And he is highly capable of keeping the ball away from Patrick Mahomes. The score of this game, to me, is going to be time of possession. That's going to be the real number. And it has to be 35 to 25 Jalen over right. Patrick. 35 minutes to 25 minutes because Jalen will control the football the way he controls the game. Nobody runs the read option better than Jalen Hurts. Right. He's a magician. And right. I don't think he gets enough credit for his ball handling and his savvy and his decision-making on the fly. Right. 
because he will like the over under for his yards rushing is 49.5. Right. Trust me, he's going to go way over that. Well, I think if he, I'm going to prop bet something, I'm going to bet that. Well, one. I think he's going to need to go he over that because to. I don't think the arm is where it's going to be at. Yeah. Look, Kansas City defense and Kansas City gets a lot of credit for their rush defense because everybody's throwing the football. Nobody really tries to run. But that's not what the Eagles are. The Eagles are a run first team that Jalen Hurst can throw the football because yeah. he gets a lot of single coverage because they have to drop the safety down to stop the run. Okay. But the thing that I like the most. Andy Reid having an extra week. We know how good he is in the He's bye week, coming out of the bye week. Like a so maestro. I'm yeah. counting on that. Yep. This time around, with a healthier offensive line, not to get the pressure that Tampa put on them in Tampa two years ago, I just think Mahomes is going to do something that hadn't been done since 99, okay. where the MVP wins the Super Bowl. Tony right. Warner was the last guy to do it. Okay. He has to have the football to pull that off. Yes. If he has the football, he will pull that off. Because I got to tell you, you, you played tight end at the highest level. You're in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I've never seen anything like the connection between Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. It, it, and we're going to talk more about it in a few minutes here about the why of it. Yeah. But they are unguardable and unstoppable. Right. And the, the, uh, speaking of over-under, I'm not a big prop better, but I looked at this. Travis Kelsey's over-under for yards receiving is 79.5. I promise you he's going to go over that because that's who they are. That's what they do. I mean, how many buck 22s did you have in your career, right? right? Come on. Well, that's what he's looking at. You're looking at a buck 25-ish. Well, yeah, him. because I think the thing is, Skip, he's going to get a lot of targets. I think, you know. How do they defend him? Are they going to try to use two, a linebacker and a safety? Do they feel comfortable with Gardner Johnson going one-on-one with him? I don't think that's the the right way to match him up. Do you slide Darius Slate or Bradbury? You might do that. Because are, are, are you, I've seen every possible – nobody can stop. I see three on him, and they can't stop him. Well, if, if, I, if I'm the Eagles, I'm probably going to take Bradbury, who's probably the more physical of the two yeah, corners. He is. Yeah. I'm probably going to slide him yeah. because I'm not going to trust the safety. I'm not going to trust yeah. the linebacker on Travis Kelsey. I think he's going to probably – what's the over-under on target? At least 10. Okay, I, I got it. But don't forget, Patrick Mahomes' offensive line this year led the whole league in pass-block-win rate. That means – Patrick was protected better than any other quarterback. Right. So I get Hassan Reddick. He took over those games before this one. I'm just not sure he'll be capable against this offensive lineup taking the game over. So however long Patrick has the ball, he's going to do some damage. Well, they need to win pass, pass, uh, block win rate on Sunday. Yeah. That's what's going to be most important. But the question is, Skip, look, they, they're, they're loaded up in line, that defensive line. Yeah, we could talk about Reddick, but you still got Fletcher Cox, you got Hargrove, you got Brandon Graham, who subs in and out, you got Sweat. They have a, they have a six-man rotation that can generate a lot of pressure on Patrick Mahomes. I don't believe Patrick Mahomes need the ball because they have their offense is a lot different. They're methodical now, Skip. They don't have this, the quick strike capabilities like they had when they had Tyreek. They can hit you with the big play in 10 seconds, and they got a touchdown. They're going to be more methodical. They're more 9, 10, 11 play drive guys now. So they might have the ball. They might need to possess the ball to keep Jalen Hurts off the field okay. so his offense All don't right. get – but you got to keep – Skip, you're going to have to get off the field on third down because when it's third and short, fourth and short, the Eagles are going for it. They have, no, they have no hesitancy. They're going to line up in that formation, put two guys behind Jalen Hurts, and do the old rugby scrum and push him forward for the first down. So you got to get them off the field on third down if you have any chance of winning okay. this ball game. And I agree. That's why I favor Jalen Hurts because I love him on third down, and they need to go like 9 or 10 out of 15 on third well, down. Well, if they go 9 or 10, nine okay. or 10 on third down, they're yeah. going to win this game going and, away. And you know how he does it. He does it read option. He does it keeping. He does it scrambling. 
He does it flipping to A.J., flipping to Devontae, flipping to Dallas Goddard. He is lethal on third down as a playmaker. My Cowboys, the game at Philadelphia. It's Cooper Rush, my backup quarterback, who played very well after a rocky start. He scored 17 unanswered. And all of a sudden, it's 2017, early in the fourth quarter. And Jalen gets the ball back, and it goes third and five, third and four, third and five. And he converts all three of them, and we lose because of Jalen Hurts. That's how I see this game unfolding, that it's going to come down to Jalen. No, no game I can remember in recent Super Bowls. Maybe I've been to like 40 of them. I, I don't remember one boiling down to the two quarterbacks like this. Like, who's going to have the better game? Right. Well, what have we seen with Heisman Trophy winners? They win, and then they lose their bowl game because the other team's so inspired to, to put them back in their place. The target gets a little bigger and bigger on their back. Right. Well, now the quarterback on the opposing team, I think, should have been the MVP. Again, re- remember this. Philly came into this season – with the 13th best Super Bowl odds. So they were 13th. Kansas City came into the season with the third best Super Bowl odds. So look at degree of difficulty for MVP. Well, well, obviously, it was way harder for Jalen to have the year he had coming from 13th best odds than Patrick from third best odds. Let me tell you why I disagree, because I think the NFC was down this year. You look at the quarterback play in the AFC, you look at the team in the AFC, there's a lot. I mean, come on now. Okay, but but Jalen hadn't done this before. They they went to Brady last year in that one playoff game, and they got blown out. And yet here they came, and they're they're rising, and they're taking another step and another step and another step. And all of a sudden, they are a slight favorite to win the Super Bowl. Right. And I keep saying, why? Well, it's because of Jalen. It's because the odds makers saying Jalen Hurts is legit. That's what right. they're saying to you. But I think the thing is, Skip, you along with others have started to question, has Patrick Mahomes lost his his leg up on the supremacy at the quarterback position in the to, AFC? To, to Joe Burrow. To Joe Burrow. Not, not to Jalen yet. Well, right. What about Josh Allen? Okay. What, well, so we saw all we saw Josh Allen duel him last year. We yep. saw Joe Burrow okay. had beat him once in the regular season, goes to his building at the AFC Championship games and beat him again. So the questions have started to swirl. Is Patrick Mahomes still the top dog in the AFC? Okay. Right. He answered all those questions this year, not only by getting all back right. to the Super Bowl, but by winning I, the MVP. I got it. But... Has he answered questions in Super Bowls? You don't like to hear this, but I'm going to bring it up because I do try to tell the truth. And this is the truth I see about Patrick Mahomes in Super Bowls. He's played two of them, right? right? He's thrown two touchdown passes in those two Super Bowls to four interceptions. Think about that. Patrick Mahomes in two Super Bowls, two touchdowns to four interceptions. Not exactly Brady-esque, right? Right. Okay. He hasn't been Patrick Mahomes in the two Super Bowls because I'm going to remind you again. First Super Bowl against San Francisco and Jimmy Garoppolo. They're down 20 to 10 late in the third quarter. I think we have the video of this. 20 to 10 late in the third quarter, and he threw an ill-advised interception that I thought was going to lose the game. Here it is. I can't really see this. Okay, there we go. And here it is again. Bad idea tipped up to an interception. Then we go to the fourth quarter. They're still behind by 10, 20 to 10, early fourth quarter. And he does it again. He throws late and behind Tyreek, a little too much mustard on it. Yeah. And the ball gets tipped up into an interception. I don't know what we're showing here now. That's the oh, 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 Now we're doing the, the ones. Tampa. Okay, I got it. This is the next Super Bowl where he's throwing two more interceptions. They got routed. And really, in that game, he just played poorly by MVP. Now he's a two-time MVP yeah. against Brady in that Super Bowl, albeit at, on Brady's home field, obviously. He just he, he wasn't very good. 
So he had a QBR of 52. For, for those who don't know, it's a scale of 0 to 100. It was just an average game by yeah. his standards. In the, the Garoppolo game, he had a QBR of 64. Remember, his career QBR that you keep bringing up to me in regular season games over five years of starting is 77. So from 77 down to 64 in his first one, down to 52 against Brady. He hasn't been very good no. in the Super Bowl no. games. So is he due to have a great Super Bowl? You could make the case. But I'll even remind you of that big game, the first one against Burrow a year ago. Not this one, but the one before. Late in the game, they're in command of the game. I think we have this. He throws a big interception that reopens the door for Burrow to run through it. This is when Burrow went up oh, yeah. on his way to. This is the third yeah, quarter that, here. That's, that's just, it was a bad idea. Yeah. He gets careless with the football. And then here he is again. This is in overtime. overtime. They win the coin toss. He goes incomplete, near pick six. And then on third and 10 from his 25, he tries again and forces the ball up to Jesse Bates, tips into the air, and Von Bell picks it off. And here comes Joe Burrow, and they win the game. Right. So he's, he's had some big games when he's played really little in those right. big games by his MVP standards. So I'm saying, is he due for a huge game? I haven't seen him have a huge game in a big game like, like you sort of promote him to be. What about Buffalo last year? Okay, was that, that was, big... it was a shootout, and it was a good one. I'm not a big Josh Allen. I don't, I don't buy Josh Allen completely, but they went back and forth, back right. and forth, and yet – who was his dance partner in the first Super Bowl in the fourth quarter? Well, the rival quarterback was Jimmy G, and I call him Jimmy Gag. And right. he gagged in that one or, or because he, he, they, they were in big trouble. And, and Jimmy Gag in the fourth quarter goes 3 of 11 yeah. for 36 yards, and he throws a pick. Well, if, if he doesn't do that, Patrick doesn't win his first Super Bowl. Well, let me ask you a question. How many times have we said that game was right there for the taking? And they didn't step through the door. Yep. So the game can be there. We yep. saw, we see that all the time with your quarterback. I the game it. is right there for the taking. <laughs> and he don't walk, and he don't walk through the door. <laughs> By the way, congratulations to my quarterback, Dak Prescott, for winning the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year last year. Yeah, congratulations. Yes. Very well deserved. It, it was very well deserved, but I cannot defend him on the football field because he did not play up to his the, right. the standards that I had set mm -hmm. for him. Certainly at San Francisco, or all these Cowboy fans would be here for a reason because we'd be in this game. Right? <laughs> what, what about the Washington game? As a matter of fact, I had a <laughs> What Washington game? I did have a great conversation yesterday with your favorite player, Michael Parsons. Did you really? I did. Yeah? yeah. And? He said, uh. He should have won Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> no, that's not what he <laughs> no, he didn't say that. He was disappointed with the way the season ended. Okay. Yeah. Again, I pushed him all year. My oh, Mike, I love him from heaven for defensive player of the year. But I can't hate on Nick Bosa yeah. because he, he just he right. pulled away and he, he ran away right. with yeah. it, right? Yes. Next year for Micah Parsons. Well, he might win the defensive player of the year, but y'all not going nowhere. Well, why not? not I mean, y'all can go to Vegas to gamble, but y'all yeah. not going to the Super Bowl. We're going to trade Dak Prescott for Aaron Rodgers, oh, and we're going to go places. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here last, right? You heard it here last. That's an oxymoron. Cowboy Super Bowl, Cowboy Super Bowl. They don't go together. You know, once upon a time, 
Yeah. They were intertwined. That's how they start it's fairy how tales. That's we got five of those. <laughs> That's how they start fairy tales. Really? Once upon a time, yeah. in a land far, far away, <laughs> the old cowboys. Uh, were we not a dynasty in the 90s? Were we not a dynasty in the 60s and 70s? Yes and yes. Yeah. I know it was before you were born, right? <laughs> yes. I know yeah. a lot of dynasties. Yeah. The Joe dynasty, the Tang, the yeah. Vivaldi. Yeah. But what about the cowboys in 28 years? Yeah. Someday. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a bit of a drought. It yeah. has yes. been indeed. All right, so you're each going with three points, just yes. Chiefs and yeah. Eagles. Yes, my three. I like the time of possession comment. I'm going to be watching that turnover takeaway ratio. Yeah, that's, that's going to be tell really tell. important to me. All right, we have a ton more Undisputed to get to this morning with our fantastic live studio audience. What's the secret to Travis Kelsey always getting open? <laughs> Skip and Shannon reveal it. Yeah. That is When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. criticism around what was perceived as poor body language back when LeBron set that all-time scoring record. AD telling reporters, quote, I mean, we're losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder, a game we needed. And I was pissed off that we were losing. It's that simple. It has nothing to do with Braun. Gentlemen, both of you brought this up the very next morning. We discussed it in depth. Shannon, what do you now make of what AD had to say, his explanation? Well, I, I believe what he had to say. I mean, he said it. We're losing to OKC. They're two games behind OKC. OKC's fighting for a play-in spot. And the Lakers, and they know they can ill afford to lose any more ball games. Skip, there's only 27 games left. It's not like they got 40, 50 games left and they can make up time. They're already, what, they're in the 13th spot? And so now you're two, you're, I mean, you're only a handful of games out of, out of the sixth seed. You're four and a half games behind the Suns. And the sixth seed is the last one that's the, automatic Automatically playoff. is. Yes. But yeah. the Suns just got Kevin Durant. I so they're about to yeah. take off. They yeah. could end up sixth seed. They might be the number one seed they by the time be. the season ends. Yep. But the and AD had just come from the tunnel. He's very upset, Skip. They're losing to OKC. He's not playing particularly well in this ball game. Nope. So there's a lot of things that play here. 
And so now, by the time he gets down and sits his butt in the seat, LeBron hits the fadeaway. And it's, Skip, everything is on camera now. You can't do anything. I just see a video online. Somebody posted me. I went and pick up a dog in the airport. They got me on. <laughs> they were told how much out of exchange for the dog. Skip, they done got all of that. <laughs> so AD has to remember, Skip, you can't have bad body language. You can't have anything at these games now. Even if you're feeling miserable, something bad happened, you got to be cheering, mm. even if deep down inside you're seething. Mm. But I believe AD. I believe he's very upset, and rightfully so. Hell, I need a lot more people to be upset like AD that they're losing to OKC. Mm. No knock on OKC. They got some fine young players. But the Los Angeles Lakers, with a team with Anthony Davis and LeBron James on it, should not be in the position that they're in. They should not have ever been down by at least, nine, I think they were down one time, 19, 20 points to OKC. They're down 13 with two minutes to go. No, that, that can't happen. Yep. So I, I agree with AD. We can't put ourselves in this situation. I'm, 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 look, I'm sure he had a conversation with LeBron because like I said, Skip, being at the game, being across from their bench, all they do is talk when they're on the sideline. When they warm it up, all they do is communicate. They got their secret hands, handshake society going on. They do. So for me, Skip, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. I understand how it came across to the general public. It does not play well on television. Optics mean a lot now. But uh, I believe AD. I believe he was upset that they're losing. And I also believe he was upset that he's not playing particularly well, especially in that game. Well, he, had, he wasn't playing well. He was playing well, but not in that game. No. By the way, are you sure you're picking up a dog at the airport? Yeah, I had a dog. I had, I had a dog. I, 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 had, I had the dog in my arm. Okay. And it's an international. How the hell they know I was going to be an international? You might have told them. You might have told them. You ratted me out. All right. I have absolutely no doubt that Anthony Davis loves LeBron James with all his heart yes. and all his soul. I have zero doubt. I will never, ever question that. LeBron wanted AD. He, he went to your city, and he got him. Yes, he did. And, and he, whatever price had to be paid got paid, and AD became a Laker, and they went to the bubble, and they won a championship together, which will never you can never take that away nope. from either one nope. of them. Now back to what happened the other night. It was your theory on whatever morning, Wednesday morning, yes. that you said, well, maybe, what was it, that he, he, he didn't feel he, right? He, he picked, no, he picked up his fourth foul. Yeah, and then we, he was upset that they pulled yes, him. Yeah, yes, okay. yes, yes. All right, that Darvin pulled him from the yes. game because it was near the end of the right. third quarter. Picked up his fourth foul with 58 okay. seconds, and 47 seconds later, LeBron hit the shot. And my theory was that that I actually appreciated the fact that A.D. wasn't into the game on that night because he was all in on LeBron passing Kareem. Right. And it felt like, to me, he was more of a spectator than a participant in the game because he was just in awe of the history he was going to get to behold before his very eyes. Right. And I thought, well, maybe because he got yanked because of foul trouble, that, that it hurt his heart that he wasn't actually on the court right. with him when the fadeaway actually ripped. happened. And, and he couldn't actually run up and, and, and hug his man, Braun, on the court where he felt like he was, he was removed from the right. action. Right. That's not what he's saying. Well, I, when I read this, I got to tell you, I love this because I, I, can't, I can't hate on, 
on a Los Angeles Lakers saying we were losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder yes. and I was pissed off. Yes. Okay. Well, th that supersedes your love for LeBron James because what, what he's saying is we, we can't lose this game. Can't. This is the team in the standings we are literally chasing. They're right. above us and they're the Thunder. They're the baby Thunder. They're, they're coming from nowhere. That guy can coach. He, he, the, yeah. he, he's coaching, and as you keep pointing out, Shea Gilgis, he, he, he is a flat-out coming-of-age yes, stud. Yes. Right before your very eyes, he is an all-star, yes. and he's hard to deal with. Yes. And, and all the kids are playing, the two Jalen Williams, and, and you look around, and you love Muscala, and then they gave up Muscala, yes, he, he's now Celtic. Yeah. Okay? So, but but they're, they're hard to deal with because they can score. They don't defend at a high no, no, level, no, no, but, but they came in and said, we don't care about no Kareem. We're just going to make threes. Right. And they, they just start shooting you oh, right no. in your heart, yes, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so for Anthony Davis to clarify this, and, and he said, I apologize to LeBron. Yeah, he called if, him. If it came across as disrespect, it wasn't disrespect. It was disgust. Yeah. We can't do this. We are the freaking Lakers. And for, for those who don't get Laker Nation, I mean, the pride factor, the, the, it's hallowed. It, 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 is, it, it is Kareem, and it is magic, and it is James Worthy. And by the way, they had another presentation before the game yeah. last night, and James Worthy sort of introduced LeBron, and LeBron gave another great speech, had the whole family out on right. the court. All, all great. But, but the point is, that's becoming a sideshow to what's happening right here. And to your point, they are now 25 and 31. They are six games under 500. They got LeBron James playing at the highest level any 38-year-old, 20-year player has ever played at. They got Anthony Davis healthy again. And when he's healthy and he's plugged in and right, locked in, he's at least a top 10 player yes. when you consider offense and defense. And they just made a bunch of Nice little, I, I don't know if they're life-changing moves, right. but, but you, you made five moves. You, you added five new players who are going to help you a little to a lot, right? right? And I, the, the other big point is there is huge addition by subtraction. You just got out from under Russell Westbrook, and, and I believe that Darvin Ham had seen enough of Patrick Beverly. And I like Pat. I, I know him, and, and I appreciate how he fought his way from nowhere to Europe and Asia and G Leagues to get to where he right. is. And he's made himself a lot of money and his family a lot of money. God bless you, man. But he's hard to coach because he'll act out. And I, I didn't let you like the camera on the court after <laughs> LeBron got fouled in Boston. Right. But, but still, it, I don't think Darvin liked it. I, I don't think Rob Polinka liked it. Right. And I think that in the end, they just said, we... we Russ is hard to deal with. He's hard to coach. Pat is hard to coach. So you, you cleared the decks. You cleared the air. You lifted the cloud off your team. And now it's time to go, right? Well, I hope so. You keep saying uh, uh, Russ is hard to coach and Pat Bev is hard to coach. It looks like at 25 and 31, there are a lot of people that's hard to coach on that team. Because they're not winning a whole lot of games. No, and, and you've called into question. you got a rookie head coach, and, and he's learning. Yes. He, he's, he's, he's trial and error, right? Yes, yes. Okay, now this comes back to LeBron. So LeBron did not play last night. That they listed it as an ankle. I, it, this is just me, and he did take his shoe off at the end of the game, and I have no idea what's going on. It, it, he, 
his ankle didn't bother him enough to score 38 points in that game. You saw right? that? Yeah. Right? On a bad ankle. On a bad ankle. Who knew? Who yeah. Knew? Superman, Iron Man, right? Okay, so he didn't play last night because I'm giving him a pass. He, he got to be drained, man. Yeah. I mean, you don't think they celebrated? You don't think there was some vino flowing after yeah. that game? Yeah. You, you don't think they celebrated like at LeBron's? A state up in Brentwood, like like they just won a title because he won his own title. He he's the all-time leading scorer. Well, they better okay. be glad I had to fly out because okay. I'd have been celebrating right there with him on Tuesday night. Even if you weren't invited, you would have. <laughs> no, been I, there, right? I was invited. Yeah. I was okay. invited. All I right. told him I was gonna be able to make it. All right. I was so, I, would, I was gonna invite you, but I know you weren't gonna come out. Well. It's, <laughs> It, it, it's a little past my bedtime. <laughs> Yo, it was a lot past your bedtime. <laughs> okay, here's the point. I give LeBron the pass because you're just psychologically, emotionally shot from right. everything that just happened. But guess what? Reality's striking again. Right. And here it comes back, and the sun comes up again. It's come up again today. Believe but, it or not, yeah, it just yeah. came up again. Yeah. And the sun is shining on 25 and 31, six yeah. games under 500. Yes. And all of a sudden, you're, you're saying, LeBron... You better go. You, you better snap out of it, and you better get recharged. You better get re-energized because now it's about winning basketball games. Yes. So we're some of the Lakers saying, Bron, we need you tonight because you got Milwaukee. It's a national TV game, and obviously they hung in, and they played pretty well in the first half. They, they sort of maxed out, but they don't even have the new players in uniform yet. Right. And so it was a wasted night and a wasted game. Well, what did you tell me? They're down to, what, 20? Yeah, it's 26 games left, yeah, 26. right? Okay, well, LeBron, can you take it up another level? Yeah. Because the, the ultimate humiliation for LeBron James would be to miss the playoffs for a second straight year in the year you passed Kareem to be the all-time yeah. leading scorer. Ultimate embarrassment. It, it, it just would look terrible on your resume. It almost... It almost cheapens the record a little bit. You, you can't even make the playoff. You can't even make the play-in tournament. Well, you're in danger, man, because you're still mired down in 13th place. Well, we're going to make something. Okay, well, we're gonna you We're going to make better. the play-in, playoff, make a blanket. We're okay. going to make something. <laughs> the Lakers are going to make something. We gonna, look, 26 games left. Got to go 19 and 7. Okay. You, you have to. I think you just upped the mark a little bit. I did. Yeah. I said, well, I said 18 and 9. Because <laughs> yeah. we lost the game. So no, the game that we lost, we got to get it back and win. Okay. So you said the Suns are sitting in the sixth seed, and it's the, the last automatic playoff yeah. bid because then you start getting into the playoffs. They're going to be higher right? than that. <laughs> okay. All right. So the Suns just acquired you know who. Yes. Way to go, Phoenix. Anybody from Phoenix, congratulations. <laughs> Funny yeah. story, I just bumped into him last night in the hotel. Who? KD. You bumped into KD? I did. What are you doing? You're, you're, like, you're like Mr. Super Bowl. Successful. I ain't yeah. playing in the game. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> ain't got nothing to do with me. The All festivities right. are for people like me that's not playing in the game. Is he staying in our hotel? No, I don't, I don't think he's staying, but he just happened to be in there when I got in late really? last night. Okay. Did you ask him when he's going to play? Nah, we, we had a conversation. We were off in the corner talking. Did he but, rip me? No, no, no. We, ex we exchanged information. Good. We're going to touch base. Yeah. Okay, good, good. I'm glad to hear that because he's in a sweet spot. He's in a And we're going to talk about him in a few minutes yes. and what he means to them. Yes. Because that's going to work at yes. the highest level. Okay, so the point is the Suns are at the six, and as you just said, they're just going to skyrocket up. Yes. Okay, then, then we look at the Clippers are in the fifth spot. They I made a the bunch move. of moves, man. That Eric Gordon, he is a pro's I, pro. He I is a like shooter, shooter. You know, 
And, and again, I'm a Reggie Jackson fan. Uh, he's Ernstine's favorite player. Don't ask me yeah. why. But that's. But but we both loved him. He made a lot of big shots for this team. But they don't have anything to show for right. all those shots that he made. And he's no longer a Clipper. They got Plumley. Okay. They, they got, got some Plumlee, rebound. They got who some just big does dirty work. Yes. You know, he just yes. does. He yes. just elbow greases. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. So they switched around some things, but you can argue they got a little bit they better. Did. Right. They Maybe not significant. Absolutely. And then we get to the four seed, and they got this guy named Kyrie Irving, the Dallas Mavericks. They yeah. got this guy. I don't think it's going to work, but, but, man, you want to talk about new firepower right. that they got. And you got Bones Highland. You got Bones from oh, Denver. Okay, you're talking about the Clippers. The Clippers. Yes. Okay, well, I, I don't know who he is yet because he hasn't had the chance. That, that might be a Jerry West special where he says, I see him as a star mm-hmm. because he may get some run with the Clippers where you start saying, wait a second, Denver missed the boat. He was unhappy in Denver. Yeah, he was a playing time. Yeah, because he just couldn't get enough. Well, you got Jamal, and it's yeah. just hard to get into the rotation right. and do what, what yep. he needed to do. Okay, so I give you all the above. But then we go down to the – let's go backwards to the seventh seat above you. Guess who? Your Pel- Pelicans, right? Okay, and guess now who should come – Okay, who's coming back? When? Zion. Uh, okay, Zion's coming back pretty soon, right? What, what do you think? Like after All Star. After All Star. I'm thinking he's okay. coming back like Santa Claus around Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like next? Christmas? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And, and I, then the eighth seed is Minnesota. I don't know what to make of Minnesota, but oh, we will get them. They got. Okay. All right. Yeah, we will get them. Okay, but 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 again. They got rid of D'Angelo. Now you got him, and they, got they didn't love yeah. him because they didn't think he's a, a showrunner. You know, he's yeah. not a lead guard. Yeah, okay? they, keep, they kept Rudy Gobert. So that's uh, our chance and, to get back in. They got Conley, so so they could, yeah. you know, the, the, the play pick and roll with Rudy. All right, and and then there's Golden State, and they went and got Gary Payton Jr. back right. because they miss him on defense. Right. So good for them. They got rid of Wiseman, and they got rid of. I I can't believe whether you're talking about a he was swing the third and pick miss. In the draft just two years ago. And then there's Second Portland, pick. okay? And Portland still – Chauncey Billups is going to be a star coach. But, right. but, the, but the point is that it's, it's a lot of stuff yeah. up ahead of you. So, LeBron, you, you, you can't celebrate anymore. No. you got to go. The we time is we now. Good. We, Are we, you? we good. Yeah, okay. we good. Well, we good now. Be. Watch. Watch this. Watch what he does. I, I, listen, trust me. I'm going to be watching closely. Oh, he about to lock yeah. He about to lock in. Is he? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Good luck. You're about to lock in. You're coming up on the back third of the season, guys. This is yep. the time teams do indeed make a run. All-star festivities unfolding in Salt Lake when we're done with the Super Bowl here in Phoenix. All right, speaking of that Super Bowl, let's talk a little Travis Kelsey, shall we, gentlemen? He has become one of the most successful receiving tight ends in NFL history. Second most receptions, yards, and touchdowns in postseason history. Kelsey was asked about how. How does he always get open? Take a listen. Why am I always open? I say it all the time. Andy Reid, baby. Big Red, he, uh, he, can, he can dial some stuff up at the right time, create some things at the right time. Um, and then on top of that, you know, uh, everybody is doing their job. It's not just a, me just go out there and get open kind of play. I'm sure you guys like to think that. But uh, there's, a lot of me- there's a lot of madness to it. Um, and there's, uh, there's a lot of guys doing their job uh, for the big picture. And I'm fortunate that I'm, uh, I'm playing here for sure. Travis Kelsey is a gem, isn't he? he always. His mom was at NFL Honors last night. <laughs> All right, Shannon, what do you make of what Travis said about how he always gets over? I don't have a problem with what he said because Big Red, Andy Reid is a great play caller. He's a great designer of plays. He allows... The players to come over things, Skip, the ring around the roses and all the stuff that he'll be doing, Mahomes with the underhand uh, 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 things that he does. But Andy Reid is not actually throwing the ball to Travis Kelsey. Skip, Travis Kelsey was never mentioned in the GOAT conversation for tight ends with Alex Smith. 
He was putting up great numbers. But it wasn't until Patrick Mahomes took over this offense five years ago that all of a sudden we started talking about, hold on, who is this 87 kid in, in Kansas City? What is, what's going on? And so, yes, Andy, the, the design, play calling matters. If it didn't matter, why isn't Kellen Moore in Dallas anymore? Why is Byron Leftwich in Tampa anymore if play calling doesn't matter? It does matter. Schemes matter. Finding ways to get to, to maximize what Travis Kelsey does well and then having a quarterback that can get the ball to him in any situation. See, I know what you're doing. You think you're slick. I haven't said a word. No, no, Have no, I spoken? No, I haven't said a word. You speak without saying anything. I've been with you for six going on seven years, yes, so I know you. <laughs> See, what you're trying to do is yeah. talk about this all Andy and try to diminish Patrick Mahomes one mm. five, but I ain't going to let you do it. <laughs> you see these numbers? How many times did Alex Smith have the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game? He was there a long time. Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes been the start of five years. Not one time have they not played in the AFC Championship. That is correct. Have they not had that game at home? Yeah. Three of those five times Patrick Mahomes has played the final Sunday in the, uh, uh, on the schedule. He has. And? I know Andy was in Philly. How many times did they go to Super Bowl when he was in Philly? Once. Was he calling plays there? He was. They okay. got Bradyed in that mm -hmm. game. No, 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 yep. no, no. Brady was in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about get to the Super Bowl. Yep. He okay. was there for like 14, about what, 12, 14 years? Yep. Went to one Super Bowl. Kansas yep. City get Patrick Mahomes. He can't stay out of the Super Bowl. <laughs> As a matter of fact, they call it the Kansas City Invitational now. Renamed it. <laughs> That's how often the Chiefs are in the game. So don't do that, Skip. Don't do that. You know Patrick Mahomes special. As I just enlightened you as we opened this show, in the Kansas City Invitational Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes has thrown two touchdown passes to four interceptions. Congratulations, Shannon. Just, just because yeah. you have an Invitational, that doesn't yeah. mean you win it all the time. You opened your remarks, Mr. Sharp. Yes. By saying, I don't have a problem with what Travis Kelsey I said. Know. And then you proceeded to have a big problem with what Travis Kelsey said because <laughs> he did not say, oh, Patrick Mahomes, baby. He said, Andy Reid, baby. Right. And I was surprised. And the more I thought about it last night, I got shocked over it because nobody does that. Nobody would say that. Back in your heyday with the Denver Broncos, and in fact, I see some 84s. I see yeah, one over there. Yeah, you see there. Some 84s. Oh, there's some 84. You got yeah, some 84. Who, who wore that? Rod Smith? Yeah, no, no, no. Rod Smith. Rod was 80. They know who they were. Oh, oh, it was Ed McCaffrey, right? 87. Okay, 87. Okay. In your heyday, if you had been at the podium in the three Super Bowls you played at, and they said, how do you get so open, Shannon? You'd say, John Elway is the GOAT, man. He is the greatest, right? No, John throwing me the ball. Mike and Kube, Gary Kubiak, yeah. offensive coordinator, came up with the schemes that put me okay. in position. I got it. But the, but the right answer to that question is John Elway. It, ju it just is because... You revered him. You, you honored him. I you, do. You loved playing because you got to catch passes from a, what, top five all-time quarterback. Well, I definitely would have handled it differently. I would have given John his credit, yes, but I also would have. would have given Mike and Coop their credit because now I don't want to diminish them because now they're going to start designing plays for Eddie Rod. And so yeah. now they're going to show change me. So I got to give everybody the credit, Skip. Okay, so I start thinking last night. 
when, when Devontae, we all thought Devontae Adams was right. the best receiver in football. When, when he was with Aaron Rodgers, if they'd said, Devontae, how do you get so open? Would he have said, oh, it's Coach Lafleur? No, yeah. no, he wouldn't have said that. He, he would have said, it's Aaron. But, but it's like Aaron looks for me and just he just gets it to me where I can catch it. But if you look at Devontae, yep. he goes, he leaves Aaron Rodgers, and he's still a first-team All-Pro. He, he still has 1,500 yards. He still leads the league in touchdown passes yep. caught. So, so who so who was that? Was that was that Derek Carr? Remember, Derek Carr got benched, and he still put up those numbers. Okay. So Josh McDaniels did something. Okay, Gronk in in their heyday together. If he'd been asked, how do you get so open on all the big third downs? It's Tommy, baby. It's Tommy, right? He wouldn't have said it's Josh McDaniels or Bill Belichick. Well, Skip, that's a little different because jo- we've never we've never seen. Um, Gronk without any other quarterback. No. He was unwilling to go play with any other that quarterback. He would rather retire than go play with another quarterback. Okay. So he has no choice but to give the credit to Brady because we don't know what he's like. He knows, because here's the thing, Skip, he knows what it's like to be without Patrick Mahomes. He is not in the GOAT conversation. Do you believe we're having this same conversation about Kelsey? If Alex Smith is still no. his quarterback? No. I also think we wouldn't have this conversation if Andy Reid were not his coach. Oh, no question. Because I, I, we, we fought for years over Belichick, Brady, and New England. Correct. And I said, I'll go 75% of the credit, Brady, to 25 yeah. for Belichick. Now I'm like 90 to 10 because Belichick's <laughs> getting exposed. Yes. But the point is, with, with Andy Reid and Patrick, I give Andy 50% of the credit because he's got genius on offense. He does. He is clever, creative. He is a, ahead of the curve. And it was his baby. He went up in the draft and said, I want that kid at Texas Tech. I didn't see it. You didn't see it. it. Nobody saw it. We had him on the show before the draft. Yes. We liked him and and all, but we weren't saying, hey, you're going to Andy Reid. You're going to change the world. Nobody saw that. Nobody saw this kid winning two MVPs. Andy got the biggest, newest toy he's ever had. And and he's been coaching a long time. He was 14 years the Eagles coach. Right. Now he's, believe it or not, he's 10 years in Kansas right. City now. So 10 uh, years in three Super Bowls, yeah. 14 years in one Super Bowl. Okay. And you don't think the quarterback okay. matters? Well, he does. But but in this case, scheme really matters. And by the way, the other guy that I hated that comment for was Eric Bieniemy because as soon as Travis Kelsey says, Big Red, baby, well, what's it do to Eric Bieniemy? Everybody says, well, Eric calls plays. I, I don't know what happens, but but the credit keeps going to Big Red, yeah, it, right? You, it does, Skip. Andy Reid could be at home with a fever. Yeah. And Eric Benjamin called plays, and they score 150 points know, in the game. Just and they go like, well, Big Red, he was at the phone calling to me for the game. He was calling to the plays from home. they not going to give Andy Reid Maybe he would be. I, I don't know. But, but again, he's half the battle because it's his scheme. Yes. It's, it's his brainchild. Yes. He, he just keeps, he, he makes it so fun. They're coming up with all those crazy red exactly. zone plays. Yes. And, and in the big picture, I get why Travis Kelsey just blurts out, big red, baby, yeah. because he deserves that much credit yes. as opposed to what Belichick was doing with Brady. It, well, it's, it's fun when they come to work because they don't have any idea what Andy has already drawn up for him on Wednesday. No. Okay. So he's going to be, okay, let's do the ring around the rosy. Yeah. Oh, Patrick. And Skip, you, and first of all, ain't no quarterback gonna let you in a practice, throw the ball behind your back, no, like Patrick that, Mahomes be exactly practicing right. in practice. Nobody, no, Who no other that? coach would do it. No. And in fact, encourage it. Oh, do it. No, yes. look it, baby. Yes, yeah. man, okay. coach, catch you doing that in the actual practice no. where they actually call it play. Like, okay, what you think this is? So your brother got to play for Coach Reed, yeah. but he was the what? Coach? He was OC. He, he was, was the OC, OC in Green Bay. Okay, but well then he did get to play in that offense. He did, but Holmgren called plays. Okay, 
Because he was the head coach. He was the head coach. Same sort of same, same concept, thing, same right? Thing. Okay. Would you have loved to play for Andy Reid? Oh, absolutely. 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 Would, would you have loved to play with Patrick Mahomes? Absolutely. Man, well, I played with Patrick Mahomes minus the, the, the trickery shots in John Elway. You did. Because a big, strong-armed guy that could roll one way or I the agree. other, throw the ball. Uh, had, I think he had better legs than, than, than Patrick Mahomes. But John would not even, uh, even think about doing some of the th passes that Patrick does. And, and yet, to frame this, the, as great as John Elway was, this is pre-you, yeah. he, he goes to three straight three. Super Bowls and gets annihilated. Yes. Like, gets completely blown off yes. the field until... Out of heaven falls another sixth-round pick named Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis. Right? Yeah. And here you go. Yes. You needed a running back yep. to complement the quarterback. Right. And then you're there, and you take off, and you right. win two. Two. And, John, you, I thought you could have won three in a row, but John said, I've had enough. Yes. My body says no. The legs started hurting, Skip. Yep. yep. That's what happens. Ask Tom Brady. Right? Well, see? So you see? So you want Big Red in Dallas? So you yeah. believe if you had Big Red in Dallas, you guys will win the Super you go into the Super Bowl. No, you know what's funny about that? We're going to talk more about it in a few minutes, and I'll, I'll just leave it be. But, but, but the point is, when, when Andy Reid was the Eagles coach all those years, I never feared him because their teams were viewed as soft. Right. That, that, like he, was, he ran a country club. He was too good to the players, too nice. Right. And, and they always came up short because they weren't tough enough. Right. And yet they had, he was calling all the play. He had Donovan, Donovan right. McNabb, and they got to the one Super Bowl. Yeah, but Skip, right. Don Donovan, okay. Donovan was a very good player. He was. But this kid here is no, next No, no, I, I got it. it, it it's a whole nother level. <laughs> it okay. is. So, no, I don't want Big Red in Dallas. I don't want Mike McCarthy either. So, <laughs> Hold on. You don't want Big Red, so you rather – you don't want Big Red coaching the Cowboys? No, I do not. I don't know. I, I don't like him. I don't need him. I don't need him. We're better than he is. We used to, we, we owned Andy Reid when he coached the Eagles, so I'm I'm not I'm you, not buying. You do realize that like, Andy's been to four Super Bowls since you last been to one. Okay, so <laughs> we got we got five, we got five trophies. That's all I know. Yeah. Skip, it's been so long. Okay, well, well, if he wants to bring Mahomes with him, I'll, I'll come Mahomes fan. Your quarterback. Yeah. You, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. You said it's the play caller, it's the design. So yeah. we giving you the designer. Yeah. Now you just use the sword. Yeah. I gave you the design. Okay. Now you just build it with what you got. Okay, but I know he's not coming to Dallas because he wouldn't <laughs> want to coach for Jerry Jones because Jerry coaches the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> right? In the end, that's he, he ain't leaving that quarterback. No, he's not leaving that quarterback. <laughs> so it's it's like a moot point. So how much credit are you getting for, the, for uh, Kelsey getting open? How much credit are you giving Mahomes? How much credit are you giving? 50-50. And I, I've never said that about a coach and a quarterback in my life, in my career. But I believe Andy So why are you saying it now? <laughs> if you never said it before in your life, why are you trying to show? I told you I'm going to shortchange Mahomes. Okay, boy. because you start out saying you had no problem with no Travis problem. Kelsey. Well, you have a big problem. Give, give, Big Red, give Big Red his credit. But yeah. like you said... This does more harm to EB than it does it Patrick does. Mahomes. It does. It's terrible for right? EB. <laughs> because that, I mean, that just, like, cements it, right? Yeah. Oh, well, then why would I hire him to be my head coach? He right. doesn't even call play. Right. There you go. How many interviews has he had now? 15? <laughs> A lot. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. A lot. You know what? I'm, I'm just going to go on, stay there, and just ride this thing. I just collect, <laughs> just collect Super Bowl rings. Well, I'd, I'd love to see him go to Baltimore and coach Lamar, at least as the O.C. in okay. all plays. See if Lamar yeah. stays in Baltimore, yeah, that's too. A whole that's yeah, then I, he, that's gets ball, he gets the ball more than Lamar <laughs> leaves. I know. That'd be a problem. <laughs> and then he coaches up. I know. Right. Uh. <laughs> all right. Patrick Mahomes becomes.
becomes the youngest quarterback to start in three Super Bowls when Sunday rolls around. Meanwhile, rolling around here on Undisputed, we got to talk about the man Shannon ran into at the hotel. KD, should the sun's enthusiasm about him change your mind, Shannon, yep. about Phoenix? We're going to get that answer live. There's an elite group of men that have both a Heisman Trophy and a bust in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The Perfect Ten, February 11th on Fox. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. All right, let's go over to the association now. The Suns sharing their initial thoughts yesterday after acquiring one Kevin Durant in a trade. Head coach Monty Williams said he thinks KD could, quote, hoop every day, 24-7. Chris Ball saying KD is, quote, one of the best players to ever play the game just to know how he approaches the game. His nickname's Easy Money, just somebody who loves the game like that. I think that's what brought me and Book closer together because he just loves to hoop, and KD, he just loves to hoop. Certainly a game changer for yeah. the Phoenix Suns, Shannon. Do these quotes change your mind about the Suns' future? No, Skip, because where could KD go where he wouldn't provide a joke? He's one of the greatest players to How ever. about Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> At one point in time, he had him to the number he two did, season. He did. So he provided yes. a joke. Look, he's a top five player currently. He's one of the great players of all time. Yep. Nobody ever questions Katie's ability. But he is injured currently. He's going to miss about six weeks. We know that for certain. He's injured frequently. <laughs> that was, that's okay. my I, I got it. Pair that with yep. Book. Yep. He's injured. Pair that it's with, always a hamstring. With, Go C, ahead. with CP3, 37. Yeah. And at some point in time in the playoffs, Skip, over the last several years, what? He's been Nick. Remember against, remember against the, uh, uh, the Lakers? Yep. He was Nick. La against, uh, last year, he was Nick. He so was. all I'm saying is, is that the Suns have put a team together that's different than a lot of top contending teams for the simple fact you look at their injury history. That's all I ever said. I never said, well, man, KD can't play. I don't know why they got it. He can play. He's legit. But based on the injury history, you have to have some concerns. You have no concerns? Mm. I'm the only one that has concerns. Huh? Damn. Mm.
on the island by myself. Okay. You know, it sounds to me like you're starting to kiss up to KD because no, you ran into him last night. Am I right? No. What what did I, what have I said by Kevin Durant? I told you yesterday, I said, Skip, is Kevin Durant currently playing? You said no. I said, is Devin Booker currently playing? He, said, he, he has come back, but go ahead. Played like, what, five, ten minutes a game? No, he played 24 minutes that first game, but whatever. He, he's been out because okay. his hamstrings just plague him. Yeah. They, just, they just stay chronic. And Chris Paul yeah. just got back recently. Yeah, he did. And who? And he's 37, Skip. He right. doesn't look like the same Chris Paul when you watch him play. So, yes, he's going to provide a, boat, a joke. Yeah. And he, they're probably going to get – would I be surprised over the next 25, 26 games yeah. if the Suns are not one of the top two seeds? No. But the questions are still going to remain the injury history with their top three players. And, and I cannot fight you on that. If the injury gods say no to the Suns, it's a big no. Right. Because they got injury prone everywhere. Thank you. I got it. But I'm going to say this again. Every once in a while in my career, something happens. And I told you I woke up in the middle of the night. What was that night before the first night we were here? It would be Wednesday night. Right, Wednesday night. And the computer is on the table sitting over there. And I just popped it on for a second just to see if anything was going on. And I saw, what? You wake up in the middle of the night to turn your computer on? No, it was already, it, it, I had to hit the light on. You know, yeah, it, it had gone quiet. So I, I hit it and I see a big, bold story splashed across the page. Kevin Durant has gone to the Phoenix Suns? You're kidding. And it was one of those bolts out of a blue. I started thinking, that works because I know he loves Chris Paul. I know he's been on a mission to get with Chris to help him win one ring before he's through with right. this game. And then I told you yesterday, I did Hoopers yesterday. I told you, not Hoosiers, but Hoopers, right? right. That, that Chris Paul just loves to play the game of basketball. Right. He just like born to play it. If, if, if he weren't playing in the NBA, he'd be out in the backyard or out on the, the he, he's Black got top. a court in his backyard, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he, he's not playing on blacktop. He's playing on those rubber courts, yeah. right? Yes. But the point is, Devin Booker is a basketball player. Yes. You can just call it, define it as a hooper. If he's not playing in the NBA, he's just down at the Y play yeah, and see if he can up, work yeah. up. He right? can run somewhere. He's just going to run because it's who, who he is. It's what he was born to do. You know and I know there are a lot of guys who aren't made like that. Yeah. They do it for the money. They do it because God blessed them with the ability, and they're like, well, I guess I, I should do this because, man, I can make a ton of money right. doing this, so I'll just do it. I'll go through the motions and do this. These guys just love this game yes. because it's a great game. It, it's as fun to play. It, it, in, in many ways, it's a lot more fun to play than the game you played because you don't get crushed in it. You, you, don't, you, you don't get wiped out. You, uh -huh. you don't suffer injuries where you need to get your hips replaced right. or, or your shoulders or whatever. You know, it's not like that. It's, it's a beautiful game that, that can really be as good to you as you are to it. Right. So I loved what Chris is saying. He's just a hooper. But it goes deeper than that because here are Chris's first quotes yesterday. He said, what did KD say in that interview, that long ago interview? Y'all know who he is. Remember when he said, yes. I'm Kevin bleeping Durant. Right. And I said, thank you, because you are, because he doesn't really get that all the time. That was the first time he acknowledged it publicly. Right. You're Kevin bleeping Durant. Yes. You don't need burner accounts on the Internet and on Twitter. You, yeah. you know, you, you, you just be you because right. you're that dude. You're as good as there ever he, was. He is. Don't, don't be thin skinned about it. Just be you. And then he goes on to say, Chris says, 
he was trying to reach for the Washington Generals. For those who don't know the, the old Globetrotters, every night they played the same team, the Washington Generals, who, who were supposed to be there just to lose to the Globetrotters. Right. They went along for the ride. They went through the motions to set the Globetrotters up to look great. Well, well Chris is saying if you put KD on the Washington Generals, they'd be a championship team because that's how good he is. Yeah. I've always said he's like a nuclear weapon. And, and Chris says, KD is different, man. He is just different because we've never seen seven feet and long and can shoot it from way up here where you can't block it, and he can pull up. As, and, he's as, up and he's legit seven he's feet. He's legit seven you, you saw him last night. <laughs> I, I, hey, the, 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 I'm looking at I'm looking at it. I, I, we, we were uh, back on first take days, we went to the All-Star game back in, it's really early, like 2011 or 10 maybe. And I passed him in a hallway one day and I looked up at him. He's, he's like an enormous human being. <laughs> yes. And the point is, if, if you're that tall and long and you can shoot it like that, at mid-range, he is as lethal as I've ever seen, yes. as, certainly inch for inch. Yes. So, so Chris is saying he's a difference maker. And then he goes into the Hooper part and he, he just, like, my heart's just spilling out of my body because that's what my point was to you yesterday. These guys are going to love to play together. You know, you know okay. why, Skip? Because he gets to go from where he can just hoop. Chris Paul is the leader. Booked yep. him the leader. So now y'all, hey, hey just, like, just like I let uh, uh, Steph Curry and yep. Draymond them do what they hey, do, I, and I, I just fit right in. What have I always told you about Kevin? He's a follower, not a leader. And I don't condemn him for that. It's just the way he was born. Yeah. But he can hoop. Oh, yeah. Well, if you let Chris be the floor general yes. and, and be the leader and spokesman of the yeah. team, you're good to go. And, and listen, if you're playing with Devin Booker and you don't have any ego clashes with him, because Kevin just blends, man. He just, well, I, I'll do it. Get, give me 15 why, shots, I'll be happy. The question is, why would he have it? Devin Booker know Kevin Durant is better than he is. Well, what, what, what's the ego clash on? Okay, well, okay, that it's easier said than done because a lot like Russell Westbrook still thinks he's the best player in the game, and but he's that, just not. But that, that, that's, that's, that's delusion. Okay, it's that, delusion. <laughs> it is. That ain't got nothing to do with ego. Okay, I, I, I got it. But, but Kevin doesn't upset your apple cart. Uh, no. You know, he doesn't walk into the locker room and say, you guys know who the man is now. Right. No, no, he doesn't play like that. He, he, he doesn't handle himself like that. It's like he goes to Golden State. They were really good without him, but they weren't good enough to beat LeBron. Yeah, and he walks in and says, what do you need me to do? Uh, help us beat LeBron. Okay, I got you. But Skip, there's sometimes Jesse James walk into a saloon yeah. and he didn't have to say anything. They know yeah. who he was. Yeah. He, when Kevin Durant walks into your locker room, yeah. you know who he is. Yeah. You know what he is. He's the best player in damn near every locker room he walks in. Okay, so if they do stay healthy yeah. and you can say it's, a, it's t a taller if than he is, right? Right. But if they do, I just love this team because I think he can go all the way. Oh, if they right. stay healthy, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they would gonna probably be the favorite. You'll, okay. you'll, you'll know early on, I love the move the Clippers made, but I don't know if the Clippers can stop that arsenal skip. I mean, I know they got, you know, Paul George you, and Kawhi, I, I, I but know. they ain't seeing Kevin Durant now. Uh -uh. Well, well, you can only guard. Hey, they don't have Kevin Durant. <laughs> no, There's don't. only one of him. Right. And I thought it was going to work with Kyrie and James Harden, but, but in the end, Kyrie and James aren't what I call hoopers. They, they got other things going on. That that they're they're too into themselves. That they don't want to play with everybody else. Right. You know, they want to do what they do, and they both do it at the highest level. But they're solo acts. And Kevin is a team basketball right. player. You say he's too good. No, he's not too good. I'm for not that. so sure Kevin Durant doesn't like to hang like anybody his age that's yeah. an athlete. But Kevin Durant's gonna get his work in before he go hang. 
Jane Harden gonna go see little baby first. I know. Yeah. You know what? Bingo. Bingo. Jane Harden gonna beat me at Magic City. No. That's what Jane Harden gonna do. Right. And then he gonna go who? Right. That, that is beautifully said. I, I agree. And Kyrie's got so much else going yeah. on in his life. As, as he said, basketball is not my priority. Right. Well, no, the best Kevin Durant's priority. It just is. Yeah. That's all he wants to do. I, I guarantee you, right now, where he's somewhere in this town. Right now, he's shooting hoop. Yeah. Right? He, he just shooting hoop. Well, he ball. got a basketball in his arm or something. Yeah. He, he's doing something. Yeah, he is. Right? He, he like that. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and by the way, I've never heard this, that, that they call him Easy Money. Have easy, you ever heard that? Yeah. I've never heard that. Easy Money Sniper. Really? That's what they call it. Huh. Well, where, where'd you hear that? Because it's that, never been publicized. No, that's that's his handle. That's his name is on he? IG and social media. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay, easy money. On IG? Okay. Well, then he's about to make some easy money. <laughs> yeah. No, he don't make the easy money. Kim. He good. He's hey. straight on that end. Hey, and, and that's one guy. I think he saved about every penny. Yeah. Right? Uh, teaming up with Rich Kleiman. He's, he's yeah. done really well. Starting out in the Valley. Yeah. And, the, and Excuse me, not the Valley. The Bay. Yeah. Woo, Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got connected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here they come. Yeah. Very intelligent businessman yeah. as well yeah. as excellent. As long as the Clippers don't do anything, I'm good. <laughs> they don't have Kevin Durant. I don't, well, I don't care who they got. long yeah. as they don't do nothing. Yeah. And I don't have to hear Clipper Darrell's mouth. Well, speaking of doing nothing, LeBron's team is well, doing you nothing. Go. We were we we just talking about, we talking about the Suns. <laughs> All right, guys, the Suns, three games over 500. And you know they're hungry after coming so close yeah. in recent years past. It's going to be fun to watch. All right. Are we seeing an Eagles dynasty form right uh, in what? front of us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? A D word, a uh, dynasty. What? That's next. Skip and Shannon debate. <laughs> All right, Skip has been a very busy man. After yesterday's show, he recorded a podcast that is now out. Even as a Cowboys fan, he talked about whether we're seeing the dawn of an Eagles dynasty. They're headed to their fourth Super Bowl in franchise history. Philly, the top seed in the NFC. And Jalen Hurts, of course, only 24 years old. Shannon, I'm going to let you go first on this. Tell Skip why actually he has nothing to worry about. A dynasty, a dawn of a dynasty. Philly. I got asked that question on my podcast by an Eagles fan, but they think this is it. We got them all over the place here. Today. So if yeah. Philly is a dawn of a dynasty, what does that make Kansas City right now? I mean, you go back to five years when they last won the Super Bowl, there's only a handful of players. What, uh, 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 Cox, Fletcher Cox, you're probably looking at Kelsey, Lane Johnson. Those might be the only guys that are still on that roster from that, that team that won five years ago. Okay, Skip. but you keep telling me that Philly is much deeper than Kansas City yeah, is, but right? you do understand, Skip. First of all, you got to win something first for us to have this conversation. No, I, I mean, it. you look at the Cowboys from 92 to 95, four seasons, 780, uh, seven win percentage, three Super Bowl. The Steelers, six seasons, 782, four Super Bowl. The Patriots, tw uh, uh, 19 seasons, six Super Bowls. But that's all these teams that I'm mentioning is 700 win percentage. The Eagles over the last five years got a 598 win percentage. That ain't no dynasty. That's a rerun of dynasty with, you know, Carrington's. You know, you remember that, you remember that TV show, right, with John Forsythe? I never liked it, but go ahead. I like dynasty. Yeah. That's the only dynasty we yeah. talk about. Kansas City has a better chance, has the, the, should be called the, the, uh, the dawning of a dynasty. Three Super Bowl appearances. Mahomes won two MVPs. They won a Super Bowl. Five AFC Championship games. Won three of those, Kip. 
Man, we, we be getting ahead of ourselves, man, with these teams. I think because we want to see that. I don't believe you're going to see what you saw from the Steelers in the 70s. I don't believe what you're going to see what you saw from the Cowboys where you run off in, in a four or five-year span unless you got a historically great quarterback, especially in today's time, Skip. And if you look at the AFC, you look at the quarterbacks. You love Joe Burrow. He just happened to be in the same conference with a Mahomes, he does. with a Josh Allen, yep. with a Trevor Lawrence, yep. with a Lamar Jackson. He does. So, uh, no, Skip, they're not even close. Uh, win the Super Bowl this year. Play well next year. Get back in that position. Maybe we'll start having this conversation three years, two years, three years from now. But I ain't even really, really want to have this conversation about the Eagles, the, the dawning of a dynasty. Okay. I, I'm just happy the sun came up this morning. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for everything you said. The question I got on the podcast was a sarcastic, like, knife in the oh, back they're needling you, huh? Yeah, they're needling. Okay. They're not needling. They're sticking the knife in. <laughs> that the Eagles are here and the Cowboys are so far away from here. So the point is, they know how much, the Eagles fans know how much I've always loved Jalen Hurts. And the day Eagles drafted him, I immediately tweeted, your life just changed. And the point is, I looked up Jalen's age because I'd forgotten. He's a grand total of 24, 24. years old. 24. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is 24. Right. Well, I think he's really good. He is the leader. He's the backbone. He's the face of. He is the driving force of the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. And he's just getting started. Obviously, the first thing he has to do is Sunday. Right. And, and if he pulls off Sunday the way I think he's going to pull off Sunday, then you start looking and you say, well, wait a second. If this team is as loaded as you say it is from, from the, the top down, right, right. that it's, it's way more loaded than the Chiefs are, that would indicate they're going to be around for a while. But let right? me ask you a question. How much did Jalen Hurts want? Now, he's going to be in line to get $250 million. Okay, Devontae Smith, there's this thing you always tell me about when I say just pay these guys. You say the salary cap. Yeah. I, the I, Eagles going to have one, too. Yeah, but, but they, they are pledging allegiance to Jalen. They will take care of him, and I believe he will take care of them. He loves the city of Philadelphia. He's made for the city of Philadelphia. He is. Because he's a worker. He, he did it with blood, sweat, and tears. He got yanked from a game by Coach Saban at Alabama, national championship game, and I believe from that moment on he said, watch this. And he's still saying, watch this. Watch what I can do against the goat, the, the, the new goat, yeah, as you call it, Patrick home. Mahomes. And the, the point is, I start looking down the road, and by the way, quick point on Patrick Mahomes. It's, it's just stunning to me. He's been a starter for five years, and for five straight years, he's played a home AFC championship game. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's dynastic. Yes. It's, it's getting there. Right. you got to start cashing more right. than you've cashed. And that's, Skip, right? you look at these teams that you consider dynasties, like the Patriots. They won a nine appearance, they won six Super Bowls. The 49ers, they won five Super Bowls in a 14-year span. The Steelers, a four Super Bowls in a six-year span. Washington. In a in a ten year span, they went to three, uh, went to four, won three. Yep. Cowboys three wins, Raiders three wins, and a six year span. And now the Chiefs, the Chiefs would be considered a dynasty if they were to win a Super Bowl. That would be their second Super Bowl in three years. Okay, that would be the dawning of a dynasty. Okay, Not, how did they keep getting to Super Bowls? Would you believe that Patrick Mahomes has never ever played a single road playoff game? He's never played. No, he's played neutral sites because yeah. he's played in the two Super Bowls. Right. But he's never played a road playoff game. That's that's impossibly yeah. I lead like, up. like advantageous. That's right? the team that he play against. Y'all okay. should beat him enough to make him go on the road. Okay, but but <laughs> why is he always home field advantage? 
Why? Because he owns the division you used to live in, right? <laughs> he does. He is he Patrick lost. Mahomes against the AFC West is twenty-seven and three, and the three losses were weirdly at home yeah. at Arrowhead. He's <laughs> lost three games at Arrowhead. Well, he just owns the division, and because of that, it's a springboard into home field advantage, which gives them an easy route to get to home. AFC championship. But you do games. realize, Skip, they haven't lost but a handful of games. It's not like they're losing seven games or six games in a season. No. They're only losing three games. So okay. even if they were to, even if they didn't, uh, if they lost all three of those games in the division, they're still going to have home field. Okay. I got it. So this prompted me yesterday. I, I had to start looking at this roster saying, am I missing the boat here? Dawn of that dynasty. Are we on the edge of? Because Jalen's going to be Jalen, and he'll get nothing. He'll never quit working. He's just going to get a little better, a little better, Correct. a little better. So I start looking at who are the older players. Well, Fletcher Cox, I, I think he's like 40 years old. He's 32. Yeah. You know, and he's talking about, am I going to play another year? Well, you're only 32. Could he? Brandon Graham is 34. Well, he, he seems to be going strong at 34 because right. they, they don't ask him to play 100%. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played 20 right? snaps a game. Okay. And then Darius Slay, big play Slay. He's been around for a while. Yeah. He's 32, but he doesn't look like he's slowing up to me, nope. right? Nope. So could he play three or four more high level years? Well, well, sure he could. And then CJ Gardner Johnson, every time I look up, he's making a play. He's 25 years old. Wow. And then that Avante Maddox at, at Dallas, yeah. he was just terrorizing yeah. the Cowboys, and then he got nicked. Yes. And he's back now, but he's 26. The, the point is, they still have a blend of young and old talent, and then we flip it around to the offense. Uh, the two targets on offense, A.J.'s 25 and Devontae's 24. They're going to be around for a right. while. I'm going to have to, as a Cowboy fan, I'm going to have to live and deal with them for a good long time. Your while. offensive line, Kelsey, how many more years okay, does he well, want to he's play? He's the Lange. old man. He's, he's the Lane. He, he, uh, Kel, uh, Jason Kelsey is 35 years old. Right. I, I don't know how much longer he wants to play, but at that, that position, could he play until he's 40? He probably could. Right. Right, because it's not like a – a high collision position. Well, I think the thing is the, the, they, they do more hitting at the center position yeah. because there's someone always lined up on him. Yeah. So the question is, could he, does he want to? You know, I think, he, I think his wife is expecting another yeah. child. I think they already have two. She's expecting another yeah. child. Lane Johnson is probably the what? 32. 32. Okay, but, but he stays beat up. Yeah, he's, he's and, and now he's playing through a groin tear. But, but he, you want to talk about a warrior? Yeah. He, he's a warrior. He's playing through a groin tear. Yeah, he's yeah. he, he, he tough. He's a grown man tough. And that Mylotta is, is a giant human being. Yes. At 6'8 or whatever. He's 25 years old. I'm, I'm just saying, Howie Roseman is really good at he, what he, he does. He, he put together a great roster. The question is, can he keep it together, Skip? Can he keep it together? Because, you know, guys are going to want to get paid. And he's not going to make the mistake that they made in Tampa. Well, I'm just going to bring the guys back to try to repeat. you got to infuse, let some of these guys you, you, go. You, you first guessed it. You first <laughs> called it. And you were right. But, but what are you going to do in Tampa? You just broke through in the pandemic. And you beat Patrick Mahomes yeah. in the Super Bowl. And you think, let's just run it back, baby. Mm -hmm. And they all ran right back. <laughs> and they all got semi-paid. Not, right. not great. There's some home, hometown, hometown discounts. discounts. Yeah. And... They just, right before your eyes, they got old. They got old. They got hurt. You got know, they, they got, like, permanently injured everywhere. Yes. They're just beat all to hell right. across both lines. Right. And then they finally had to say, well, we can't keep Sue. We can't keep JPP. And all of a sudden, it, I look at them this year, they're horrible. They, 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 they went the from pinnacle down to the valley as, as, because, as you've seen it happen, you've been parts of it, mm -hmm. it just – 
overnight, you just lose the whole thing. Well, I think this thing's still on the upswing, yeah. which means my Dallas Cowboys are going to have their hands full. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got your hands okay? full, of course. Because Jerry is the draft master. That's what he likes to proclaim right. himself because they're going to do it through the draft. These guys, when the time is, when it's time to go get A.J., they just say, okay, we'll go get A.J. Right, right? They, and they made the trade. I think that I think they traded for, if I'm not mistaken, or Darius Slay. They bring, they, it, they bring in a Maddox. But, Skip, you see they, they'll, they'll add – uh, Hassan Reddick. And, they, and, and he's a key piece. I didn't even yes. I, I went right over him. He's 28. So, yes. Yeah. And, and he he's right there with Chris Jones as a force to yes. be reckoned with, right? right? So the point is, all of a sudden, a division that we've sort of dominate, not dominate, but we've been the kingpin of the East for a while because we have the most talent. Y'all not going to be favored to win the okay, division next ha- year. How many times over the last five years have you heard going into the season, my Dallas Cowboys are the most talented team. A lot of people think they're the most talented team in football. No. And we have what to show for it? Zilch. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the, okay. the, Eagles, the Eagles the Eagles are get some of that contention now. Okay. They're going to be favored to win. They're going to be they favored are. to win your division. I, I mean, for the foreseeable future. Th- that is correct. I'm going to say it again. I'm still shocked by it, but they are a point and a half favorite to beat Kansas City and win this Super Bowl. Yeah. That's and it's at a neutral site. That's all you need to know. So, could they be on the dawn, you know, at the dawn of a dynasty? They they could be, but they got to do this one first yes. and then it launches and yes. then you see what happens. Yes. Yes, I agree. I think after that pedestrian NFC championship game, Jalen is going to be inspired, on mm-hmm. fire, to make his mark. You know, the homeboy do. He do won the most 400-yard Super Bowl game. Well, he, he's had some real clunkers so far. Two, two clunkers by each Yeah, ain't no clunkers. <laughs> They're clunkers. How do you have a clunker and you a Super Bowl MVP? <laughs> two touchdowns to four interceptions in two Super Bowls? He ain't throw four interceptions in one game, Skip. You no, keep saying two. two. All right, we got to leave this one here. we got to leave this one here because we got to get back to the Lakers and the NBA. How much better did the Lakers get after that trade deadline pass yesterday? Skip and Shannon breaking it all down. Next month. All right, the Lakers, one of several teams very busy ahead of yesterday's trade deadline. They parted ways with the likes of Russell Westbrook, Patrick Beverly, and Thomas Bryant. They're bringing in D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Rui Hachimura, and Mo Bamba. Shannon, how much better did the Lakers get? I don't believe all of a sudden they're contenders, Kip. I do think they get they they moved in the right di- direction. I think they're incrementally better. The Suns went from the seventh, eighth best odds to the third best odds. The Lakers' odds stayed the same. They're the eleventh best odds to win the title. Um, the Lakers basically. What they did do was probably undo the disaster what they did with Russell Westbrook. They moved, they moved the 27 uh, 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 top four protected pick for D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, and Mo Bamba. Now, I understand getting Thomas Bryant because he had out, uh, outplayed the contract, Skip, and they weren't going to be able to re-sign him. And by the way, our friend Chris Haynes reported during the game last night on TNT that he asked out, yeah. that, that he wanted more playing time. Yeah. So. I'm not going to call it a trade demand. He right. just asked to be traded. Right. He's like, so, because with he, he's a bit of a loss for you because I yeah, thought he was playing. He was playing really level. well. But yep. you got AD back who, and, and Jared Vanderbilt. He's going to get some of those minutes when yep. they, those, uh, uh, that Thomas Bryant was getting. So I like I like the, the uh, D'Angelo Russell. I love the Malik Beasley for Pat Beverly. I love Pat Bev. I love his tenaciousness. But I think Malik Beasley gives them a little bit more production on the offensive end. He just does. Puts the ball in the yep. basket at a higher clip. You shoot the three-point, he can space the floor better. But, Skip, all that being said, I don't think all of a sudden that yeah, I'm looking at Lego like, yeah, they, they arrived now. 
I don't look at it like mm-hmm. that. I think they're incrementally better. I think now they can make the play-in, maybe get to the sixth seed, but all of a sudden say they're going to contend. Anthony Davis is going to have to play out of his mind. LeBron is going to have to continue to play out of his mind. And the guys that they got, uh, D'Lo and uh, Malik Beasley, they're going to have to be consistent. Because, Skip, we've seen Schroeder play great, give you 32 one night, and then he'll give you five the next. We've seen guys come in and play well. We've seen Lonnie Walker give us 22, yep. and then he'll give us five. Uh, uh, Austin Reeves, he's coming back, played well last night. So they just need the role players to be consistent. And I'm not worried about LeBron and AD because they'll, they'll, they'll carry their weight. But the role players are going to have to be consistent. Okay. The whole show yesterday, you're beating your side of the table. Let's go get the bogeyman up in yeah, Detroit. Yeah, yeah, what happened? Right? And it trended all afternoon. I'm watching Twitter like yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. It's going to didn't, it didn't happen, happen, right? What happened? God, they be wanting too much for the bogey. Yeah. They make it seem like that's Jokic or Luka. No, yeah. he's not. We're not giving you no, a, a totally unprotected first-round pick for By bogey. By the way, he is averaging a career-high 21 a game for the Detroit Pistons, but but he's a player. Yes. And, and he'll play both ends of the floor because back in his Indiana MJ. days, he, he used to take LeBron and take him for the whole game and do a credible job yeah, on him. Yeah, he'd take him, give him like 35, 10, yeah, and 8, well, but he did a credible job. <laughs> credible. No, but he would hold him to what I would call a low role. He held him under 40, he so made, that was good. He, he, he made LeBron sweat a little bit. So the, the point is, you, you didn't get the biggest fish, not that he's yoking, yes. but, but you, you still got an, a, a, a haul of nice little players, yeah. right? Real quick, I'm going to do a quick aside before I launch because I meant to do this last topic and I didn't. I thought going into today that today's crowd would be a three-point underdog to yesterday's. I think this crowd is winning so far. So I'm not seeing a life-changing move, but you definitely got better. You got to admit, I thought you got... 20% 20% better. And and that's that's considerable. It's a significant game because D'Angelo Russell, I, I know he can be a little wacky, and he's not a leader. He's not a lead guard. But he is a natural-born scorer of yes. the basketball yeah. who can get you 30 on any given night. So I, I like that playing off LeBron. He was a Laker. He started with – he's the second overall pick in the yes. draft. So, so I like that because he's still right. He, he's just entering his prime to me. Yeah. And Malik Beasley, over the last two years, he's made the third most threes in, in the NBA. Obviously, there's that guy named Steph up in the Bay Area and Buddy Heald that you also wanted, but those are the only two yeah. have made more threes than Malik Beasley. What do you need? You need catch and shoot I, I, threes. I sure hope he can continue that because normally what happens, guys shoot really, really well on another team, and as soon as they get with LeBron, all of a sudden something wrong with the wrist. I got it. <laughs> it is intimidating it is overwhelming expectations he is still the best passer in basketball and nobody throws better what are called in honor of me skip passes right <laughs> i don't think they're named after me but but his lebron at six nine can just look over the whole defense yeah. and whip it two hand overhand pass right. all the way to the far corner and you're just standing there by yourself like i'm open right, right. and all of a sudden malik's going to be in the corner wide open and Russ was in the corner wide open a whole bunch of times, and the crowd started saying, no, 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 no. Don't, don't shoot it. So, so, again, these are nice additions. Jared Vanderbilt can play on the defensive end because he's, 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 he's a force. As a, he, he's got physicality to him. So what happened right? with Schroeder goes, Schroeder goes to the bench yep. now? 
So you got D, you got D Law, and you got Malik Beasley in the backcourt, and do you have Schroeder coming off the bench? Well, you have to, and and yet I like Schroeder, excuse me, Schroeder closing games because he is clutch, man. He will make big clutch free throws and big clutch plays down the stretch. The main thing that happened, and you know this, and I know this, you got out from under Russ. You got out from under a Patrick Beverly. We both love him. I, I believe in his heart. I, I love how he fights and scratches and claws, but he's hard to coach. He can be a little bit of a solo act, and the, our man Chris Haynes also reported that Darvin Ham was instrumental in making the choices to go after these players so that he had a huge say right. in, in what Rob Polinka was about to pull off. And I'm sure that wherever he is right now, Darvin Ham is a greatly relieved man because I think Russ and Pat Bev were just wearing his tail out right. every night because it's hard to juggle those guys. Yeah, so, you got I me. Mean, Russ, Russ wants his minutes, and you know he wants his playing time. And if you yeah. know you go, you're trying to ride the hot hand down the stretch, and Russ says, yeah. "I'm Russ, and I need to be in there." So yeah, I, I can see why how it was challenging. Pat Bev had some had some good moments. Yeah, uh, the Boston game might have been his best moment. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't it didn't end up in their favor. But no, Skip. When I'm looking at this, I mean, you say 20 percent better. Does that move them what? Play in? Succeed? Listen, again, I honor LeBron. He's playing at the highest level we've ever seen by far at his age and stage of his career. I, I still have huge respect for Anthony Davis. Is he a hooper like we were talking about Chris Paul and Kevin Durant and Devin Booker? Right. No, he doesn't have that in him. He's not as driven because, as right. you know, his motor runs hot and cold. Right. But when it runs hot, He's top 10. Yes. So I say with, with LeBron and AD, and I love the fact that, as we talked about earlier, he was pissed off during LeBron's passing Kareem game because they're stinking it up and losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder. So he right? felt that way, huh? Okay. Well, I can't tell you what. He's so upset. Average yeah. 30 and 15. Show me. 30 and 15 for the last 26 games. I then agree. I believe it. Okay. I, I got you. It's time for LeBron to take a heave a big old sigh and say, yeah, I did to, that. We're yeah. done with that. Yeah. Now we got to rise like the suns are going to rise. And, and we got it. Th this team has four seed written all over it because it's, as you keep pointing out, Jen, it's just a jumble. It's everybody's kind of the same. Even Denver. I don't think anybody's scared to death. No, of Denver. Not. No, so not. when, when all is said and done, they need to go on a run and rise up to the four seed. And then we see what happens because would they scare people to death? Of course. You better believe it. Who, yeah. who wants to mess with this? Because it's got superstar power, right? Yeah. Okay. So, oh, you're scared now, huh? I'm not scared. Yeah. And we want the Clippers the yeah. first round. Yeah. I, I, I want Suns Lakers in the first round. Oh, uh, yo. You, yeah. yeah. See, you want somebody. Yeah. See, you, you always want somebody yeah. to do your dirty work. If you, <laughs> if, if the Clippers are what you said, they are, let's get the Clippers in the first round. <laughs> All I know is I'm going to be winning a whole lot of Diet Mountain no, no, no. the Breakfast oh, of Champions. Oh, so now you're a Suns, now you're a Suns fan. Have I always been a KD supporter? Yeah, but you was out on KD in Brooklyn. You say well, you, you say I'm done. Well, I wasn't out on him until he got his toenail stuck on the line on a three-point shot. This man in his toenails? Yeah, his toenails. <laughs> Did you ask him about his toenail? Did he last night? Did he clip his toenail? Did he? <laughs> no. Nah, but I did look down. That's a size 17. Yeah, it's a size 17. Yeah. And well, I, I'm he did do that. You got to give him credit. And remember, in that series against Milwaukee, we're going back now three. two, two, three, three years ago, right? These are the Bucks who are on their way to winning the NBA championship against the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. And 
it goes to game seven. And why did it get to a game seven? Well, it wasn't because of James Harden, because he's out there limping around, dragging his hamstring. Yeah. And it wasn't because of Kyrie, because he's hurt he's and hurt. out Spray as usual. And all of a sudden, it's KD or bust against the Bucks, who play as good a defense as anybody in the league. Am I right? Yeah. And what did Kevin Durant do in that? Remember the masterpieces? It was game after game. I don't have it in front of me, but it was like game Five, he was 45, 12, yeah, yeah. and eight, yeah, he had a monster, right? yeah, yeah, monster yeah. game. Like the one you put on your mantle, that, yeah. that kind of a yeah. game. And, and then we get to game seven, and he has another monster game until that shot. And if, if it's a three and he's got a toenail on the line, and, and you, you were right, the, the ref on that side immediately did not call it a three, right, a two. Mm-hmm. I fell out of my chair because I thought it was a three. I'm rolling on the ground because I think he did it again. I, th- I thought it was the greatest clutch playoff shot I'd ever seen before because it had just eliminated the Milwaukee Buck. No, they nope. didn't. All of a sudden, they're alive, and we're going to overtime, and he hit the wall. Mm-hmm. He flat ran out of gas, but it took Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton made the shot of shots at the end, kind of like Kyrie did for LeBron in right. Game 7. And that was that. That was the end of KD as I knew and loved him as a Brooklyn Net. That's as far as they were going to get, and he did it by himself. And then last year, he just didn't even want to be there. He didn't want to play, went through the whole vaccination controversy, and it it was a mess. And I'm sure he is. uh, When you saw him last night, was he not happy to be here? Yeah, he he looked pretty pretty relieved to me. Yeah. I don't know if he's happy to be. I don't know if there's another destination he would want to go. I just know he looked well, relieved well, the, to be out of Brooklyn. Okay, well, all the reports were that he pushed to go to the Suns. Because I and think, they gave him a parting right, gift. They did. Because yeah. I think the Suns were on his original list this summer. They were. Okay, because of CP3. Right. Because they're very close, and, and he... LeBron's a great student of NBA history, but so is Kevin. He's underrated. Like, LeBron's a great workout guy, but he spends $2 million a year on his workouts. Kevin works, I'm sure just, I don't have, like, proof of this, but I'm pretty sure he works just as hard as LeBron, but nobody talks about it because he doesn't promote it. Right. Well, he, he really wanted to come here and help Chris win a ring because he believes Chris deserves a ring. Right. Because he's been... A great play. He's not the greatest point guard ever, but but he's a great player. Yeah. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and he is ringless. Yes. Right. So here comes Kevin trying to do a good deed for a very close friend of his. Okay. That's what I love about him here. But I still say your Lakers, they they have no more excuses. It is time to take off. I didn't give them no excuse to begin with. Yeah. Skip. You gave. I didn't, no, no, they got. They have too much talent to be marred in, in yeah. this mediocrity like they're in. Yeah, because for them to be 25, 25 and 31, 31, 25 and 31 with that, I look at the roster, I say, you want to talk about underachieving? That This is an embarrassment so far. Skip, I'm not going to say they should be, you know, 40 and something, but I think they should be at least 500 or a game over 500. Okay, and I'm going to say this one last time. There were nine games so far this year that I thought the great LeBron James had a chance to close and he couldn't or didn't or whatever. I know he would have closed a few of them if the referee didn't close his eyes. (laughs) That's what happened. That's what got closed, his eyes. Man right there, chopped the man. I heard it from a top. (laughs) But what we didn't get to see 
was, could your man LeBron James have gone and stood by himself 15 feet away and made one free throw to win the game out of two chances? Well, he did not be my right to see it. Because he has a long, terrible history of not making clutch late game free throws. I sure throws. would have loved to see that opportunity. I would have loved to have so you have the I. opportunity to come in and say, well, Shannon, your man didn't do it this time. Yeah. But I know that wasn't going to be the case. Surely he could have made one out of two. Uh, we'll never know. Yeah, we will never know. <laughs> so it, it's possible that the ref who closes his eyes saved LeBron from himself. Yeah, no, right? But you realize he did close his eyes, though, right? You, say, you said he closed his eyes. No. He didn't close his eyes. He swallowed his whistle. Yeah. That's what he did. Yeah. Man, standing right there, two feet from yeah. LeBron. I know. Deer in headlights. Yeah. Like and he had a nerve to talk about no basket. Of course there's no basket. Yeah. Lakers three games behind the OKC Thunder in the loss column, Skip. They've got three games left before the All-Star break. The Warriors, the Trailblazers, and my Pelicans. By the way, this Saints jersey. And that, hat looks so good this morning. Very sharp. indeed. All right, guys, let's get back to this Super Bowl matchup when Undisputed returns. Andy Reid, would you put him in the category of one of the greatest coaches of all time? No. Skip and Shannon debate. Super Bowl appearance as a head coach, seeking his second win. Reed is fifth all-time for the most coaching victories, with Bill Belichick as the only active coach ahead of him. All right, Shannon, Andy Reed, would you put him on your Mount Rushmore of NFL coaches? No, 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 Skip. And I think I think Big Red is a great coach, but he can't make Mount Rushmore. My Mount Rushmore, number one, Coach Belichick. Number two, Coach Lombardi. Number three, Bill Walsh. Number four, Don Shula. Don Shula coached 33 seasons, posted 31 winning seasons. We know what Coach Belichick did. Uh, nine conference titles, six Super Bowl wins. Uh, Coach Walsh, the innovator of the West Coast offense, three Super Bowl wins, and, Don, and, like, and uh, Coach Lombardi. The man was so great, they named the trophy after him. They did. Shortly after his death. Yep. You don't get any better than that. You don't. Those will be my four, uh, followed closely by Chuck Knoll um, in the fifth spot. Okay, That'll in be, the fifth that spot. Would, that would be my Mount Rushmore. Okay, so this was another question I got on yesterday's podcast, okay. and it may be slightly sarcastic, but, but there's reality to it, too, because okay. Andy Reid's starting to live at the Super Bowl. Yes. And unlike most coaches, he kind of looms over this Super Bowl because he's, he, he is a larger-than-life figure in more ways than one. He's yes. a huge man. He's right. like the NFL Santa Claus. He's, he's Big Red, right? Yes, yes, yes. And we give him... Huge credit yes. for being the innovator and creator and trigger puller of this offense, yes. right? And mm -hmm. I told you, I, I'm going 50-50 with the credit him that he Mahomes. would share with him and Mahomes. And I usually don't go nearly that high. But I'm going to say it again. He was 14 years the Eagles head coach. And as a Cowboy lifelong diehard, I, I didn't fear him because – they never played high-level defense. They, they had some good defensive players right. on those teams, as you well know. Some you, you share the Hall of Fame with. Yeah. But, but I, I never dreaded having to play them the way I dreaded playing Dick Vermeil's Philadelphia Eagles or Buddy Ryan's Philadelphia Eagles because yeah. they came to play. They came to knock you on your tail, and they did. And Andy's teams were all finesse. It was usually all offense and a semblance of defense. Right. So I, I'm, I'm sort of 
a prisoner of the 14 years he was in Philadelphia, and I probably don't give him enough credit for 10 years now. He's 10 years in Kansas City. Yeah. And as, as you point out, they're much more on the edge of a dynasty than the Eagles appear to be so far. So it's hard for me to, to vault him onto the Mount Rushmore right. because he, he, he could get there. He, he, and he, he, he's not that old. You think he's been around for a long time. He's 62. So, so it's not like he's ancient. Right. He, he's got a lot more football left. So my issue with you remains Bill Belichick. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you the truth. He has fallen off my Mount Rushmore completely. Off? Yep, he's completely off. Bill Belichick, I'm going to frame this for you. He was five years the head coach of the Cleveland Browns long before anybody knew who Bill Belichick really right. was, even though he'd been the coordinator for, for the Giants, Giants, great teams. Yep. But as the coach in Cleveland, they missed the playoffs four out of five years. Yes. He went 36-44 and 44 as the head coach there, 36-44. and 44. So I don't think he was actually Mount Rushmore bound as the Cleveland Browns no. head coach. And then he goes to New England, and people forget the first year Tom Brady was there, but he wasn't playing. They went 5-11. and 11. And the second year before Brady sort of fell out of heaven into their lap, with Drew Bledsoe as the quarterback, they start off 0-2. So Bill Belichick, before Brady came in to, to play by, by fate, where Bledsoe got hurt and they were forced to go to Tom Brady. He was 41 and 57 as a head coach. 41 and 57. So he was 16 games under 500. I'm not impressed. It was Tom Brady. Even you've admitted of late, Brady had a whole lot to do with making Bill Belichick. A lot more Bill than Belichick, I previously thought. Okay. Because slowly but surely, maybe fast but surely, Belichick's getting exposed in New England as you speak. It's, it's just hard to love what they're doing. We say, oh, it's Belichick. He, he's, he's holding up his end of the bar. No, he's not. They're, they're missing the playoffs because they don't have Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. They, they no longer have Brady to control the locker room as a great leader, to be the buffer between the locker room and Belichick. I don't think you would have lasted 10 minutes with Bill Belichick because you're too proud and principled about who you are and how you were raised. And if he's going to talk to you the way he talked to most players and got away with it, Shannon Sharp's going to say, hell with that. Well, I think the thing is, Skip, is that a lot of the guys that came there, that's why you didn't see a whole lot of guys that once they got there have a whole lot of success. I mean, I'm looking, thinking about Chad Ochocinco because yep. you definitely have to check your, leave your ego at home. You can't yep. check it at the door because if he turns his back, you might go get it again. That so he correct. made you leave your ego at home. Yep. I, 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 I think the thing is, Skip, you, and you, you make some very compelling points about about the, the previous record. But even with Brad, I'm not so sure that another – are we certain that another coach could have gotten out of Brady what he got out of Brady? Or could Brady have gotten out of himself what he got out of himself? Okay. Without uh, obviously, it? Bill was a great defensive coordinator. Yeah. That's what he did because he had no hand in offense. And then last year he tried to say, watch this, I'll be Brady. I'll control the offense. I still think he called a bunch of the plays right. last year, and it was a disaster. He's a defensive coordinator. That's what he did for Parcells with the Giants. What do you think about him as a motivator? I think it was all Brady. I just do. You see him. I mean, I don't think he inspires you when you watch him on TV, right? Okay. <laughs> Maybe just by, by his aura and, right. and he's awe-striking just because he's Bill Belichick. But, okay, now back to my, my, Mount, Rushmore. my Mount Rushmore. Okay. 
listen, I was very close with Bill Walsh. He was the greatest ever to me, but, but it, I'm probably biased because I, I, he became a good friend right. of mine, and he was the greatest coach, motivator, personnel director. He did it all. And Vince Lombardi is up there. Okay. I, I covered Tom Landry for many years, and I had some issues with him, but he still, he, he was all-time great. So he's up there, and then it gets down to my four spot, and Belichick's in there, and Shula's in there. But you mentioned a guy that a lot people in the audience probably don't even know, Chuck Knoll. You know who our guy Terry Bradshaw is? Well, Terry Bradshaw, if you've forgotten, merely quarterbacked four teams that went 4-0 in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So Chuck Knoll coached four teams that went 4-0. Chuck Knoll in the playoffs was 16-8. and He was one place his whole career from 1969 to 1991. He was the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is before we ever knew about Mike Tomlin. And Mike Tomlin's on, on course to be Chuck Knoll, mm -hmm. but he's still got a little ways to go. Right. So I, I'm putting Chuck Knoll in my four spot. Okay. But, but Andy Reid is on the precipice of, of making his case because right. if, if they do, if you're right about who's going to win Sunday, right. all of a sudden you're going to have to start reevaluating just how great Andy Reid is because right. he's been doing this at a high level for a long time. So let me ask you a question. If, if Andy Reid Sunday, if he, Andy, if Andy wins Sunday, who you take, whose face you taking off your coach in my rush mode? Could he threaten Coach Landry? He might. Right. So you got coach, you got coach, you got coach, you got coach Landry over Coach Shula? I do because Coach Shula fell off at the end and, and yet, listen, the Dallas Cowboys, my Dallas Cowboys, they were loaded under Coach Landry. But you know what happened when they ran into the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah, in Super Bowl 13 and Super Bowl, uh, I mean, 10 and 10 13. 13. 10 and 13. Yeah. You know what happened? Yeah. Pittsburgh said no, right? Because they were just too good. Coach Shula got two teams there. He got the, yeah. he got the uh, Colts and the, uh, the, the Dolphins. He did. We need to wait on Andy Reid. I, okay. I need to wait and see because he's got a lot more football he's going to coach. Yeah. And if they go win a couple of three more Super Bowls, we're going to have to have a different conversation. Yeah, but I think the two guys, I, Skip, I think three guys, I don't know how you take Coach Walsh off considering that 30 years later they're still running variations of his offense yep. the West Coast. Uh, Vince Lombardi. You just can't. <laughs> well, it's like synonymous with why we're here. Right, you know, exactly. Like Everybody yeah. knows what that trophy is. Right. And then – I just can't, I can't take Coach Belichick off, Skip. I yep. can't. Nine conference titles and six Super Bowls, Skip. Six. Mm. Six. He should drop to his knees every morning when he wakes up and say, thank you, God, for Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was just thinking, Skip. I don't know if you know this. Do you know they won six Super Bowls since the Cowboys last went to a championship game? Uh. <laughs> Stop with the divisional round now. That, that, we, that, that, okay. we, we win the divisional that, round. That's right? our Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is hard for me to believe Andy Reid has been there for 10 years. My Ooh, NFL Fox crew had his debut. It's Ooh, crazy. Really? Wow. Way to go. Yeah. All right. We have a very special guest joining us coming up next. Raiders tight end Darren Waller. <laughs> Darren Waller now. He's partnering up with Arrowhead 
Atwater, no affiliation to Arrowhead Stadium. It is part of his regular hydration routine in order to help him reach his maximum potential. Thanks for being here. This guy right here is so fired up to have another tight end on the set. Dar I'm going to turn it over to you, Shannon. Darren, <clears throat> thanks for coming on, joining us early this morning. I want to talk about your season because you came in with such high expectations. You get a new head coach in Josh McDaniels. You bring in Devontae Adams, yourself, Josh Jacobs, Hunter Renfro. You sign free agent Chandler Jones. Why didn't this season materialize like you guys had envisioned? Uh, it didn't materialize because it all comes down to the clutch moments of the game, right? Okay. You look at it, I look at a team like the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. They had so many one-score games. It ended up going 13-4 or 14-3, whatever their record was. And there's no difference really in the number of games that we had that got down to those moments. We just didn't execute. Mm -hmm. And you can look at a lot of different things. You know, we have a lot of weapons, and it may take time to really get a true balance to get these elite guys involved as much as possible. But it was just those clutch moments of the game. We couldn't, put it, we couldn't make it happen. It looks like you're going to be having another quarterback to throw you the ball next season. What happened? It seems like you guys get so close, and Derek Carr plays well for stretches, three or four game stretches. He plays unbelievable. But why couldn't he able? Why wasn't he able to sustain that over the course of a season? Um, man, football's hard, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm never, I'm never going to get up here and tell somebody how to play quarterback in the National Football League because I realize how tough of a deal it is. There's only a certain guy, certain number of guys that have been able to do it at an elite level for, for so long. So, uh, but I appreciate Derek, everything that he's done to elevate my career, guys on the team as well. He gave it everything he had. And I feel like this situation with him going to a new team is really going to motivate him to, to be a lot better and take it to another level. Yeah. You talk about all those clutch moments, and that's so true. It, they're all these fine line moments, and it's going to go north or south. And you had your chances in game after game. I picked you guys to make the In fact, I, I picked them to win the West this right. year. Yes. Because it's, it's loaded. It's, it's ready. It, it's poised for takeoff. But you, you still, how much responsibility falls on the quarterback's shoulders? Because it's the hardest position to play, but it's the position in football. So I'm sure you look back at Derek. He just didn't play big enough in the big moments to, to get you over that hump that you're talking about, right? Yeah, um, yeah I mean, there's a uh, – when you look down the stretch as far as just our, our offense overall, turn, turning the ball over a little too much, um, it's just things that you have to do better, especially with the talent that we have uh, at really at every position. I mean, you look at it on paper, it, it's no doubt it's playoffs, it's division it winning, no it's, it's championship potential. So it's got to, we got to find a way to transfer it from paper onto the field, and that's not an easy thing to do. I'm looking at you guys, and you played. You had the big lead against Kansas City. You guys seem to play Kansas City tough, but for whatever reason, you can't finish the game. What makes this team, what makes Patrick Mahomes, in your estimation, such a special quarterback? Uh, I mean, I don't even know where to begin, man. It's, they, can, they can come back. They can, they can blow you out. They can win by throwing it to the running backs. They can win by throwing it to Valdez-Scantling and uh, receivers that don't get a lot of shine. Right. Um, and they'll still find a way to get 87 in the football, like right. when everybody in the world knows he's getting it, <laughs> you know? So it's, uh, it's very impressive. The, the poise that he has, I feel like his heart rate doesn't elevate above like 50 when he's on the field. He's right. just so calm. He's out there. He's having fun. Just like he's playing in the backyard like football right. was when we were kids. So right. I love that about him. You mentioned 87, uh, Travis Kelsey. What makes Kelsey special? You play the position, you play the position at a very high level. What makes him so unique? 
The thing about him, I would say, is uh, nobody's ever dictating the pace at which he plays. He plays so under control. He has so much creativity in the way that he plays. And he's, he's calm and he has the utmost confidence in the world. So I would say it's not really about speed or running a 4-3, but it's really about technique and routes, creativity and routes, being able to create separation at the exact time you need to create it. And it's not a lot of guys that can do it like him. So you come out and, and you're – you're six six two what fifty five. Yeah. You ran four four three. I think it was four four six. Four four six. Okay. Four four six. So you, you've got you've got the whole package, man. Right? How far are you from Travis Kelsey, and and why? What's the gap? What 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 can you do to become Travis Kelsey? Um. <laughs> well, well, say it. Say it. <laughs> Um, I, f- I feel like I'm right there. Um, there's a lot of things where, as far as creativity and uh, consistency and, and route running, I feel like I can still get better at. But I feel like, you know, with my gifts, I'm, I'm one of the best, you know, offensive players in the league. That's just, just how I feel. That's how I take the field, the confidence that I have when I'm out there. So uh, I don't I feel mean, like there's a big gap. Is it fair to say you're more talented than Travis Kelsey? Uh, there are certain things that I do. I mean, I may have more speed and yep. explosiveness than, than him, but, I mean, there's – when you get to comparing things like that, there are certain things that he has as far as consistency, creativity, and route running that I'd give him the edge on. So I feel like there's a lot of things that we do elite. You know what? I'm looking at you. You, you got some new ink. Yeah. And I'm looking at that. And, and you just got it Saturday. What made you decide to get a, a head tattoo? Uh, I've been wanting to get a head tattoo for a while. Uh, something that I'm going to grow my fade back, have it all blend up. But I've been wanting something to, to blend up into the fade for a while. And I finally figured out what I wanted. So when your mom, you go home, have your mom seen it? Uh, yeah, yeah, they saw. They, they are. Uh, they're a little concerned. Sorry, mom, dad. Uh, <laughs> but um, they I'm seeing over here. I, I think I see an angel. Right? Yeah, it's an angel with a horn. Okay, and angel with a horn. For me, uh, I got angels on different parts of my body. You know, angels are protection. You know, I've, I've been through a yeah, lot of my life. Love it. Uh, just and just developing spiritually, and music means a lot to me as well. So beautiful. Yes, sir. Well done. Love what Way you overcome, man. Congratulations. Best of luck, man. Thank you. I'm going Eagles. I think it's going to be a little less uh, low scoring than people think. Uh, I'm going to go 27-24 Eagles. I feel like Hassan Reddy gets a sack late. Oh, y'all are three points. You just have them in a range of different ways. Darren Waller, thank you so much. over the Chiefs. That, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, how strongly do you believe the Chiefs are going to win your prediction, 34-31? I'm at a 7. Now, I was at a 1 trillion. The Cowboys wouldn't be here, so I'm not that certain. <laughs> but I feel, I, feel, I feel pretty good with my prediction. I mean, 7. That's pretty. That's 70%. This wasn't about the yeah, Cowboys. My bad, that's good. <laughs> Bad, I'm sorry. Is that I'm, all you got? No, 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 I got more. Um, I think the Chiefs won a very close game. I like Mahomes. I love the way he's playing. I think the ankle injury has forced him to get the ball out of his hands a lot, lot quicker, forced him to play from the pocket a little better, and forced him to play smarter. I think they play really, really well. I think they do a great job of protecting him. And I need Chris Jones to have a type of game that he had against Cincinnati. You do. He's going to be the key. They're going to have yep. to control the line. 
put pressure on Hurts, but they need to neutralize that running game because I think the Eagles are going to try to run the football, try to be physical. This is a very physical football team. I like my pick. I'm sticking with my pick. Huh. The Eagles win a close ball game. Okay. Yeah, you opened the show saying you went back and forth I did. and back I and did. forth. I did. I did. And now you're at a seven? seven. What happened? What changed? Because I realized last night just how great Mahomes is. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I slept on it. I slept on it. Okay, I think you're flipping on it, but that's a whole other issue. <laughs> Would you like to bet five cases of Diet Mountain Dew? Because that's what I got, because I believe that Jalen Hurts will outplay Patrick Mahomes boy to the tune of five cases. Okay, I, I bet. Okay. Give me three points. Give you, give you points. I want, it straight, I want it straight up. Uh, thank you. Because you've convinced me, Tom, and Tom Brady's like, thing of the past, and it's now Patrick yep. Holmes' world, and yep. we're all living yes. it, right? Yes, yes. Okay, I believe that Jalen Hurts will win the key game, which is the keep-away game, which is 35 to 25 in time of possession minutes, and I believe that Jalen Hurts will lead his team as the leader and playmaker of his team to a 30 to 27 victory on Sunday in the Super Bowl. I do not trust the Eagles defense. I've told you that from the start because I witnessed them give up 40 points at Dallas Yay. on Christmas Eve, yeah, they, 40 points. They did that. And that horrifies me, except Jalen Hurts with that run game, which was the fourth best run game when he was the quarterback, when he was upright, not hurt. And with his ability to throw the ball on third down to A.J. and Devontae and Dallas Goddard, that you will be in trouble because I believe he'll convert nine of 15 third downs just to play keep away and control the game and the football and keep it away from Patrick Mahomes. Because whenever Mahomes has it, he and Kelsey are going to put points on the board. I'm counting on it. Okay. You just won't have the ball enough to win the game. That's okay. what's going to that, you, that's you, how it shakes you did, down. You did tell me that that uh, uh, Eagles defense gave up 40 mm-hmm. to Dak. Yeah. You think Dak better quarterback than Mahomes? You no, think I, your offense better than Kansas City? I do not. Okay. And by the way, speaking of that, I wish I'd hark back to that. Do you remember the game two years ago when I was riding high? We were 6-2, and two and we went up to Arrowhead yeah. with Dak, and I said, I got this. It's a measuring stick game. <laughs> we had the ball 12 times that day and scored three field goals. Yeah. And yet my defense held Patrick Mahomes to a subpar QBR you of did. 50 that yes. day, and he scored a grand total of 19 points. We should have won the game. Right. I should have seen it coming. It's a quarterback issue because my quarterback wasn't good enough to win that game. But you, Jalen Hurts is better than Dak Prescott. He just is. I'm so, you remember last year, they, they, this team yeah. do have, they have some similarities. They did play last year, minus A.J. Brown. Yep. Kansas City sees some things they can take advantage of offensively, throwing the football. Kansas City's going okay. to win this game. Uh, scale of 1 to 10, I'm a 9 on my confidence, and I believe you're lying to the American public here right now <laughs> because I think you're actually at about a 2 on no, your confidence. No, 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 no. Yep. Let me ask you a question. When I told you at the beginning of the year y'all weren't going to be here, what do you think my confidence was? Mm. <laughs> was I lying to the American people? I, th- I think you were a little scared. That's what, what? I think Stop you it. were. <laughs> Kansas City, 30-27 Philly. We will see who's right. We're having an awesome time in Arizona. Almost done, though. We got to put a bow on it.
special undisputed to get you set for the Super Bowl on Fox. Shannon, any final thoughts? Well, the crowd, you guys have been very, very overwhelming. Thanks for welcoming us with open arms. I want to congratulate this crowd on being even better than yesterday's. Yeah. And I would like to congratulate the Phoenix Suns for winning this year's NBA Championship. Congratulations. And I want to say condolences to Shannon Sharp for his Super Bowl pick because he's going to be wrong. Okay. All right. All right. I'm not going to be wrong. Yeah. We will find out, gentlemen. Awesome show today wait. and yesterday. Again, thank you guys. Be sure to catch us.